0: and take a deep breath. very sudden
1: that was very sudden wasn't it but how lovely for us to start and we've already got like 13 people watching us that's amazing
0: it is great thank you thank you everybody and um it was terrifying because louisa put on there uh, hello everyone already got eight people watching and then suddenly it went down to five as though when they found out who was on they turned off (laughs) but <laughs> it's gone back up into double figures. God bless each and every one of you. Cindy B. Oh, Cindy's here. benoit from Texas. It's and uh, hopefully back in um, Portugal very soon. I don't want to rush you back, Cindy, uh, but it'll be lovely to meet you in person here in Portugal. Welcome, everybody, to Feel Good Portugal, formerly uh, Spiritual Portugal. How pretentious was that?
1: I know. Tonight, I never that.
0: You didn't, did you? You were, you were advising me against it right from the get-go. And uh, as it turns out, you should I always listen to Mrs. M., um but she lets me um have my head and oh uh she lets me um get my own way and um and then and then i i get proved to be wrong often in public and here we are back with feel Good portugal and we're asking tonight yes we are in different rooms it's got to that carpe diem we can't we're like simon and garfunkel we can't we, we perform together but we can't bear to be in the same space not really yeah, yeah. Do you, know, do you
1: know what, though? It's like foreplay, actually, because we don't really ever get the chance to go out on a date, do we, because no. uh, of the children. Um, and so this is one way that I can actually spend the whole evening looking into his eyes, you see, for two yeah, hours. same here. Right.
0: I am looking into your eyes right now in a way that I probably ordinarily wouldn't, which is excellent. So thank you, everybody, for enabling and encouraging that. Really, really appreciate it. Bonne <laughs> noite to you, Jeff Jackson, in the United States as well. And, of course, um, oh... Twice uh, he's given us a bonoid and a bonoid. We'll take both of those. Thank you very much. Uh, yeah, Jeff. that's
1: great. So, um, what's the theme for tonight, then, Carl?
0: Well, I might deftly type it into the banner. Uh, we want to know what, what the weirdest treatment is you've had. We've got Jenny Lowe's joining us. Um, who is, yeah, uh, a and, um, did you
1: send the link to Jenny earlier?
0: I did. Don't worry, I'm all over oh, it. I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're in with Dr. Bayards. Um, I, yes, uh, Jenny will be joining us around the half hour. Um, you spoke to her, of course. What, what, what would you say are the, the, um, the highlights of Jenny um, to, to stimulate people's interest in, in staying tuned till 10.30 uh, when she joins us? At least it'll be more than us. That's, that's <laughs> one thing, isn't it? So cool. well, how does it go Actually, with Jenny the other day?
1: Highlights of Jenny. Well, Jenny's a wonderful, wonderful individual. So it's, it's really amazing because, as you all know, um, I really like to to like learn about health and natural health and healing and how to stay um, feeling great all the time because obviously if you feel great in your body then the chances are your life feels good as well and so I'm all for that Um, and usually I talk to people who um, are very much on the holistic side but not necessarily on the medical side and Jenny our guest tonight she she was a nurse for like 20 years. So she's, yeah. or 20 plus years. So she's like fully trained as a nurse. She's done, um, I think, a post grad in, um, I probably shouldn't say this because I might like say Doesn't it wrong. It? I'm, oh. pretty sure, I'm pretty sure she's got training in emergency health. Um, or, um, <laughs> moral, Re, like the morality, I, I, yeah. morality of, of the ethics. There you go. Um, the ethics of healthcare. So, you know, she, and, and oh she can thing. actually confirm it when she comes on live. But, um, so she's really, really well trained and worked for the NHS for years. Um, and following her own, her own health you know like thinking about how she was feeling in her own body she realized that to feel good in her own body she actually needed to look for solutions outside of the nhs so it's a really interesting story and actually when i first heard of her and and listened to her for the first time it was on the richie allen show um so any of you that have listened to richie allen before i mean it's a really richie big <laughs> i mean we we watched richie allen about 10 years ago when we first met we didn't
0: did, we we did he, nice was, he was yeah, he was the anchor man on David Icke's uh, The People's Voice, um, yes. which, was, which, as it turned out, wasn't the People's Voice rather ill fated. Uh, it was his voice. <laughs> it was mainly <laughs> but, David Icke's voice, wasn't it? Occasionally Rich Yellen's. But uh, yeah, who but, remembers um, The People's Voice?
1: Mm, yeah. But um, yeah, so you. so I, I popped her a message and we had a little chat. And when she agreed to come on my show, I was, I was delighted. So we had her on and we were talking about how to stay healthy um and and she's an expat she lives in Portugal and so you know we're talking about all sorts of different things like diet and um stress levels and this that and the other so she actually offers a, um integrative health care so for instance yeah. if if you're feeling a little bit um uneasy um and you really want to get a, a bit of a better going over, <laughs> then she's a really good person to to consult because she's able to run all the tests for you and look at it and sit down with you and say, "Well, I can see what's going on here. You might need a bit more of this," and and it really works with you in a way that you don't necessarily get that with your GP. So she's looking at healthcare from a completely new perspective,
0: and I like that. Okay, and so before she's anybody great. gets before anybody gets their knickers in a twist or surgical mask in a twist or whatever. Um, we're not saying anything is better than anything else. The whole point, yeah. actually, one of, the, one of our announcements tonight is whether people might be interested. And Jenny is, because we saw her earlier today, and we talked about <laughs> this. And I said, how about, I mean, with all this, all the talk we have here of what's the most sort of uh, mind, body, spirit, holistic place in Portugal, why don't we look at starting a holistic Portugal, Portugal directory or an on-site, oh, sorry, online uh, listings area so when people you know like we have people tuned in from from the united states tonight when they're coming here they might want uh, an osteopath they might some want something slightly outside the conventional health system so we would love to, well we'd love to certainly love to talk about making that possible if there's a need for it otherwise mm-hmm. you know there's no need for it what's the point but if you if yeah. you find yourself um, thinking in advance and thinking mm, i want to do a sweat lodge um or i need colonic irrigation as we often do let's face it um, And you, you know, that's not something you would necessarily find under C or S in phonebook. I mean, I don't even know if people use phonebooks anymore. But you know what I mean. If these, if if it's a sort of thing that might be beyond the regular uh, listings of of medical treatments, of health treatments, mm. of well-being treatments, maybe we should start a holistic Portugal directory and connect the people who mm. want those treatments with the people who offer them, and give give those people who offer these amazing things often. Um, a bigger audience and, 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 and a, 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 you know, a, a wider attention among the population. So we will talk more about that as well, how that might work. We want your views on that as well. What do you think? A holistic Portugal directory. And, of course, as you can see, the ticker tape at the bottom, what's the weirdest therapy or treatment you've had and why? Well, actually, probably more importantly, what was the result? You know, what was your motivation and what mm-hmm. result were you looking for? And what, OK, I, what I need
1: to ask you that, Carl. What was your weirdest treatment?
0: Well, before I do go into that, I'm so glad you asked me that question. (laughs) I actually don't (laughs) know. How are these years? I I don't think I know, actually. Oh, I've got a wonderful, wonderful treatment to share with you. Um, (laughs) I've got a top three, and I'll tell you about one of them. I think I've gone into one of them already before, uh, the sweat lodge one. Yeah, where I was blessed with a feather uh, when I was naked, and I really enjoyed that. Um, But (laughs) let's just just say good evening to Lee McGrady. Good evening, people. Hello, Lee. How are you? Probably had a few beers tonight. He likes to finish the day with a cold beer. And why not? Uh, good evening, nice peeps. We were talking about you today, Jacqueline CDM. Um, mm. Can you give us details of the meetup? If it's open to the public, we have a new friend in the bay. But you know, the, when, we've, when we've... People who've been in the mind, body, spirit movement for a decade or two now, We'll have an idea in their head that the west coast of america is the place the bay area you can go to a, an evening class you can go to a therapist of any kind in the bay area well guess what in portugal we have our own bay area san martino de porto bay and i think it's a hot spot hotbed of of holistic people or fast becoming that and we were talking to somebody today who's newly arrived jacqueline cdm and I think he'd love to join your your Sunday morning meetup if it's open to the public. So if you're happy to share it in the comments, do. Otherwise, just send me a PM and um, we can we can connect you with this lovely man we met today. Um, Nubianet also here this evening. Hello there. Um, uh, hello to you, Nubianet. Uh, this and is really Deegan. lovely.
1: Go on, love. You read this one then. Okay, Anne P. Julian has shared. So glad you're back to do uh, to doing shows during US time zones. Carl helped me through 2020 pandemic with evening shows. Although I know they took a toll on him. She, <laughs> they did. Actually, yeah. I, I gave him a bit of.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Marital
1: it, toll. <laughs> it actually took a bit of a family toll on us, but yeah. it was really worth nice doing. I think you know. um She told a lot me off.
0: And um, and actually, it was like you know James Brown when you see footage of James Brown at a James Brown concert, and he's been on stage for two hours already, and he's still like, I've got ants in my pants, and I need to dance. Aah! And he's going, he's doing it, and he drops to the floor, and somebody has to come come out onto the stage, and put a cape around him, and lead him off, and his valiant, uh, you know, quick qu- high stepping across the floor. I was like that after every show, Anne, but I'm glad to say. Um, it was of some help to you. It was great. It was really lovely for me, I have to say as well, in, in 2020 to be able to reach out and feel connected around the world. So thank you for saying that. I really, really, really appreciate yeah, it. But we couldn't keep it up, could we? Or I couldn't keep it up. And, and uh, <laughs> Mrs. M told me off <laughs> and uh, said, okay, but well, something's got to give. And I'm afraid we went to the morning show because that was a little bit easier to do. But mm-hmm. who knows? We might. Well, we're back, aren't we? In the evening slot on a Saturday night. This was the compromise. You can't do it, but you can if I can do it with you. And here we are. <laughs> so that's Definitely.
1: great we've got our old friend Rowan Ford joining us
0: oh, yeah there he is hello mate how are you and the lovely Amy hope you're both well great to hear from you tonight lovely to see you there mate um, and Jacqueline Branco who very kindly shared the link to the show tonight yes, in you, the Silver Coaster and I must say Jacqueline you know we we are a little bit out there aren't we with some of the things we talk about and I'm wondering how that will go down in the community so we'll find out tonight won't we when some people click on it and go Oh, it's him. I pretended, not, <laughs> I pretended not to be myself today, just for a joke. It was really lovely. We're in San Martino de Porto, and a, a lovely American couple said, are you the guy who does the podcast? And I'm like, no, no, I don't know. Don't know. I couldn't keep it up. So I said, yeah, yeah, it was lovely. And again, I think these are people like you, Anne, who were listening back in 2020, and we exchanged a few emails, and then actually shaking hands with them in the street was absolutely lovely. And I always love it. Um, when people come up and say hello. Um, I, you know, I just sound like such a diva saying that, I? but I don't mean it, I just genuinely love it when people <laughs> say, are you that guy who does a YouTube thing? And what are the chances? And I'm always happy to say, yes, 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 definitely. Who are you? It's, oh, how lovely to meet you. Rugby Colin, I haven't met Colin yet. That's, that's a treat yet to come. I had tennis elbow. Oh, excellent. Weirdest therapies already in treatments. Uh, I had tennis elbow. And a guy put these needles in it, then gave me some to take home. And I sat there with a needle in my elbow, but I had, had, it, had a filter on it that was lit and smoked. Liz just laughed. Well, that paints an amazing picture at Collins' house, doesn't it, of an evening? Him sat on the sofa with a smoking needle hanging out of his elbow. <laughs>
1: um, did, did, it, did it heal your tennis elbow?
0: That's the question. That's the yeah. big question, isn't it? Did it work? The smoldering yeah. needle. Uh, fantastic. Thank you for that. Straight in there with one there, Colin. Thank you very much for that. Oh, so many comments. I- I'm going to have to hold yeah. on my strangest therapy, which included um, gemstones, a horn, like an animal horn um, <laughs> and lying on, lying on a massage couch in Belfast. That is the strangest one I've ever had. But I'll tell you about that a bit later um, okay. I think a holistic directory is a great idea. Okay, great idea about the directory. I think that's probably all the encouragement we need, isn't it? Yeah, that's it. That's all we need. I can see people. That's fine. Um, that's and a night for you, but not for me. Why is Deagle being like that?
1: Well, it, it, it could be um, a, a night to a Louise that's watching.
0: Oh, okay. I noticed
1: I later down um, yeah. bonoite Louisa and Carl from Wet
0: Belfast. Oh, okay. Uh, wet
1: Belfast. You, know, you must have oh, rain.
2: It, it, no.
0: Oh, do you know, we had a
1: power from our house this week, didn't we? Which is really beautiful. we did,
0: we did, yeah. As we looked down the street, it was like the house was at the end of the rainbow. So we just took that. We saw a power number, a power animal, and a rainbow all in the same <laughs> few minutes. It was fantastic. Um, and um, it, I have to say, having mentioned Belfast, the treatment I had it was nothing to do with Deagle. I don't want anyone to make that connection and think it was Deagle doing this therapy, which others may think strange when I talk about it a bit later on um so um, never really had any therapy uh, but returned to portugal in a couple of weeks to continue tests and therapy for vertigo the vertigo is the weirdest thing i have had it, it i think it's a nerve thingy well that's very interesting and that might be the moment to consider holistic therapies i'm not telling you what you should do obviously with your life and your body there carpo dem but with those with those things like vertigo we're often um the, you know the the, the the sort of conventional medical establishment say you know well take these pills or we don't really know what it is that's often when people try a, a, a holistic or lesser-known yeah. therapy and you know sometimes the results can be amazing can't they do you know anything about vertigo what would you what would you hazard a guess at from your uh, recollection of these things
1: um i don't know um <laughs> it's, it's my serious think, um, a bit coy? no um i've had vertigo um three times and it was each time it was about two to three months after I've given birth um, when I think I've been absolutely sucked dry, you know, <laughs> from the Yeah. So um, I have experienced it. Uh, and for me, like from my perspective, it coincides with feeling absolutely, completely undermined and possibly a bit like dizzy, you know, in, in knowing what to do next, you know, uh, around three months with babies all of a sudden the sort of really quiet and easy stage seems to ease off and they start, you know, moving a little bit and you have to watch where you put them. <laughs> so um, it might it might coincide with, for me, you know, at that moment where things just all of a sudden hot up because from for the first three months, all I've ever done is had them in a sling, changed the nappies every now and again, and they've just been continuously on the boob. And that's actually quite easy to manage. So... From my perspective it's almost like this too much and it's like an overload but um i always look at things from um the perspective of what emotions are going on for me um but not everyone holds that theory do they
0: (laughs) no but what's what's it called is it called is it are these somatics where let's say we 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 talked about this with jim didn't we jim was our fantastic guest last week jim white who may turn up this evening hope he does um Mm -hmm. and he was talking about sort of the metaphorical representations of parts of the body yeah. And we talked. You talked about this with Jeff, haven't you, on on this show, and and with uh, Robert as well. Uh, yeah. And, and things like you know, with if it's your right side and that's the side you lead with, is there something about moving forward in life? If if it's your knees uh, yeah. and your ankles, is it and joints? Is it about flexibility? And and these are questions yeah. worth asking, I think.
1: With um with the, the sensory, data like you know seeing things and hearing things, um according to which side it, it starts on um it, it could be about um taking in information and either feeling like you're missing out on information or um not able to receive it you know or maybe you the information that you're trying to give out is not being heard so um it'd be worth checking that with jeff uh, not jeff yeah. sorry robert, robert um,
0: yeah and yeah. At this point, we will we will point out we are not doctors or epidemiologists, <laughs> and in case we talk about volcanoes tonight, I'm not a volcanologist either, yeah. I'm just a kind of well-meaning, well, well-meaning people just having a chat on YouTube, okay? Yeah, Let's go, yeah and you're a, nice yeah, a grown-up and you have to take responsibility for your own decisions. I'm not talking to Elisa that Louisa there, although that's also true. I need to hear um, that as well. <laughs> Jean, good hearing. Hey, Jean, how are you? Oh, I thought i was from New Jersey tonight. And look, a third yes uh, on the directory would be most appreciated. Okay, I, th- I think we got. I think we can move on and get it going, can't we? Yeah,
1: Mick Stevenson saying good evening. Wait, Mick this is, is a good, great bloke.
0: Mick is a really great guy who was one of my early folks in the community who were interviewed back in 2020, I think, on in the morning. And and Mick has just got such a great clear view of life and the things that are going on in the world at the moment. Appreciate you for that, Mick, and glad you're here tonight, my friend
1: we've got another treatment here um weirdest therapy just in the last two weeks dry needling to dissolve a lump of mushroom muscle tissue. a lump of my mu- oh my goodness i was gonna say it again a lump of muscle tissue in my trapezius shoulder neck area working wonders half solved we've gone treatment more this week well that's amazing well done
0: yeah um, Yeah. so, so two really lots pretty- of acupuncture and, and, and needles, needles, are, if that's what you mean there with dry needling uh, rather than smoking needles or, or moxibustion and other sorts of things that yeah. acupuncturists do. I mean, it's weird to us, isn't it? Because we're not used to having, I mean, the, I mean lots of people are used to having needles in them now, but not the, not the acupuncture type, um, whether they be the Chinese big ones or the Japanese slightly smaller ones. Mm. And it's, we're just not used to it in our culture. So it does seem weird. I mean, why on earth would that work? sticking needles and i mean we we and, and our only other association with that possibly is is seeing it in films as voodoo dolls sticking needles mm. into 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 little effigies and so on but i think acupuncture is amazing and we you know you can yeah, see I've videos can not you yeah i've i've had it as well and and i really enjoyed it actually i've had
1: um, a strange a strange alternative we've got a, a really great um um Chinese therapeutic uh practitioner I can't remember what it's called um what's the word for that people what who do pack? yeah no um who do Chinese uh type stuff oh, TCM traditional Chinese yes, medicine thank you thank you TCM and so we've got this great friend in Aviru who does TCM oh, yes, and yes, yes. and he worked with me um with my just after my third pregnancy and he does acupuncture but uses mustard seeds. So um, I had mustard seeds stuck to different parts of my ear and then we had put pressure on them. So there was no actual invasion of my skin. But I had these mustard seeds. It was awesome and it really worked wonders.
0: Yeah. And, I kept and you them can stimulate them yourself, can't you? Give them a little yes. massage. And that's yeah. doing the same thing of of actually applying a bit of pressure in the, merid- in, in you know, if, I, the, I understand this is to do with the meridians of the body, the energy lines and you're disrupting or enhancing or whatever by putting a a needle in there, or in this case, a little mustard seed, which is quite incredible.
1: Oh, this is great. This is a really nice warm-up for when um, our lovely guest arrives. And we've got some other people joining us. Jim White is here. Jim is saying, oh, no, it's the wrong one. (laughs) Where did he go? (laughs)
0: We're doing it at the same time, sorry.
1: Oh, That's right. What's the weirdest therapy that surprisingly worked?
0: Yeah that's a good that's a great question and, and often you don't know do you i mean it's the same with conventional medicine as it is with alternative medicine you know i think a massive part of healing is intention and focus and and what was it one of the great french philosophers said something like medicine is 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 what the physician does to entertain the patient while nature takes its course and i think whether yeah. it's alternative or mainstream or complementary that's the case. And you, you never really know what's working, do you? I don't think. I mean, you've got a good idea, but you never really, really know because there are so many variables in life, which I think is fascinating. But great question, Jim. And I hope people will answer that too. Hee uh, he, hee! I'm in the Bay Area. Yes, colonics are mainstream. Well, at school maybe or at work during lunch hour. My goodness, Oakland. That, <laughs> that's the epicenter, is it not, Nubianets of, of the famous Bay Area. I think that's fantastic. And we hope to have a mirror image on this side. With maybe some of the the most zany excesses, but who knows? Uh, Deagle. Okay, so we've got the we've got Does the wet Belfast greeting, yeah, and a rainbow, um, and we've seen uh, Jeff's weirdest therapy. Brilliant. Um, the evening shows helped me too, says Chris Robinson. Um, now enjoying this one from Germany. Okay, Chris, fantastic. Great to have you Glad to hear that. Yeah. Well, I've um, got um,
1: old. Um, <laughs> I was going to say an old friend, but. Um, it, it I've never actually met this person in um, in real life, but you, you know, you've known Smita for... Um, oh, Smita, hello. for a
2: decade.
1: So hello, and I don't want to say old, because, you know, that sounds like you're old and um, you're lovely. So it's really, really lovely. She's seen, really seen lovely. me age. <laughs>
0: yeah. She's seen yeah. me over the last 15 years, I think. So yes. how, how, how's it looking, Smita? <laughs> give me your objective view. Um, how are you, is- Smita?
1: Very nice and- for you to join us.
0: Yeah, and Smita may well come to Portugal to do workshops in Portugal. I'm sure she'd love to come and do a residential over here. So she may well be in the directory. I'm
1: I'm pretty sure Smita will know of quite a few weird and wonderful treatments as well.
0: Oh, yeah. So let us know what your
1: weirdest one is, Smita.
0: (laughs) We mean that in the nicest possible way. Um, And Anne is, of course, uh, yes, connected with my great friend, Eric J. And we hope to all meet up in person one day. So, yeah, Sunday... Uh, I'll be in your time zone full time. Looking forward to that. So uh, that'll be amazing when that happens. Um, loads more comments coming in. And uh, are you going to tell us about your weirdest therapy as well, Mrs. M?
1: Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't. No, no, I don't. I I'm pretty open about these things. Um, I don't really think I've had any weird ones, but nothing really weirds me out. You know, I'm not really weirded out that easily. But yeah. one thing that I thought was really quite interesting was family constellation. Oh, yeah. And and that is a bit unusual because um, it just doesn't (laughs) when when it works, it's always really surprising. And um, um, just to kind of I mean, I'm sure some other people listening in know about Family Constellation. But when I was living in Bali, I came across um, an advert on a on a notice board saying, You know, we're doing a family constellation session. If you'd like to help um, somebody heal with um, a condition or a a, a psychosomatic or spiritual psychological thing, then come along. And essentially what happened is there's um, a whole group of people who may or may not know each other. And then there's somebody who's got a question or an issue. And then there's a facilitator. Now, the person with a question is kind of put into the center and um, they reveal what it is that they need to know. And then they choose people in the audience to represent key members of their family or their life. And we're all moved like chess pieces into the center. And then the person asking the question goes and sits back down. And the facilitator, I, I don't know how it happens, because I've been picked to represent um. The person asking the question, I've also been picked to represent the sister of somebody, um, and it's very, very strange. So, you're all s- stood in this like kind of circle on a, on a bit of a stage, and all of a sudden, it's, it's really bizarre, but you feel it's like you're acting out a drama and you don't know any of the script, but all of a sudden, words come out and actions. And so, one time when I was playing the person asking the question, um, and I didn't know, I didn't have the full detail about what it was but I felt like I wanted to hide and, and I, I ran away and I hid and certain people coming towards me I moved away from them and it's it's really bizarre but what happens is the facilitator kind of works it all out and um, so we're all asked to stand a little bit further or a bit closer and, and different questions are asked and and the really weird thing is as it kind of resolves as a, as a drama piece Um, weird stuff happens so for instance the person who I played contacted me just like two or three days later to reveal that somebody in her life who hadn't spoken to her for like 30 years or or like 13 years or something suddenly out of the blue contacted her and so I've seen um, like families come back together through um, family constellation and you know it's it's just a really really bizarre thing and people can have like healing it's almost like as you work on the energy of it all together something shifts it's really bizarre but yeah. I recommend it I,
0: I, yeah and I, I remember interviewing somebody when I did a radio show in Exeter in the UK and it, it was just spine-tinglingly amazing <laughs> what this woman was telling me happened during these sessions and it's the, it's the ancestral patterns of families, isn't it? Being available yeah. as, though, as though they were a public record. And then mm. you can have pro- proxy people playing the parts of the family and resolving things, like you say, yeah. moving them around moving them in, a, in a sort of real-time chessboard situation. Quite, quite amazing, quite amazing. So we know mm. we can see that Jenny's getting really in the green hello, room. <laughs> and uh, we'll just say hello to a few well, – actually, why doesn't she join us on screen anyway – um, and say hello. hello. Hello, Jenny. Hello, how are you? We're very, very well. well. Thank you. How are yeah.
3: you? I'm good. Is the lighting okay? Because my lighting's terrible in here. So okay. You look great. You look fantastic. <laughs> yeah, you,
0: do look, you do look great. I'm, uh, I've i been struggling with the same thing here. I mean, it's <laughs> 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 uh, But excellent to see you. Uh, we've you sung your like praises it. already, and we're oh. already talking about the uh, weirdest therapy or treatment you've had. So. We won't put you on the spot straight away. We'll do that in a little while um, and find out what you, what. The, I mean, I, I would think, I mean, having somebody who's, who's explored and in, investigated a few therapies, you might have been on the odd, slightly strange workshop by mainstream standards. So if, no pressure, but if you don't mind <laughs> telling us about some of those, that'll be fantastic. Um, Jacqueline's here uh, and um, is coming over to San Martino. So we will have a coffee. Will that be a coffee or a coffee enema? Probably a coffee, first time meeting, I think it's probably, I don't know what, I'm sure Jacqueline means an actual coffee. Uh, By yeah, the yeah. Jim White, of course, is here. And um, hi, Chris, it was the best part of my year. Oh, quite amazing, thank you, Anne. Um, evening uh, from Rowan. And Dean is here as well, the Dean machine. I prayed to, a ch- I don't remember, I don't <laughs> remember formally, uh, uh, Acknowledging this as a therapy, but I prayed to a giant golden statue of a certain broadcaster once. (laughs) Let's leave that there. Yeah, this this,
1: this looks quite interesting. Hang on one second. Um. John Murphy is sharing, Evening Folks, had the mustard seed inserted in the ear for smoking. It worked for a few weeks. Unfortunately, pressed it so much I got an infection because of the size of the ear. I was called Van Gogh.
2: <laughs>
1: Sorry. <laughs> so um, I was mentioning, um, I don't know if you heard it, Jenny, but I was mentioning that um, I had a treatment with somebody who does ac- acupuncture. And instead of using needles, they used mustard seeds stuck to my ear. So yeah, I
3: heard that. <laughs> I've heard yeah. it before as well. Actually, it's not the first time I've heard it.
0: Oh, that's good. Right. So for smoking really as well, drink. actually. So, what's what the weirdest you've heard of? Oh, got it.
3: The weirdest thing. The
1: weirdest treatment that you've heard. Well, of? a bit like
3: you, I think I'm not weirded out by too much, really. <laughs> but I did go to a very weird. I didn't really know what it was, but I won it in a raffle. I went to go and buy some crystals at Christmas, mm-hmm. and I got pulled out of the drawer, and I won it in a raffle, and it was called Mesa Radionica. There's like a radionic table. Do you know? Have you heard about this? Go on. No, no. And um, it's uh, in front of, when I went in, in front of me, there was like a a chart and a table in front of me with different crystals on and different uh, items on. And she started talking to me. And as she was talking to me, she was spinning a crystal really fast. And she was asking me lots of questions. And the crystal was going all different directions. This was here in Portugal, actually. It was just up the road. She lives very close and how she explained it to me was that um, it was a way of breaking like karmic situations and not just in my karma but also in like ancestral karma as well and there was a few things that she she managed to spot like put her finger on mm-hmm. and one thing was um, was about children so she said to me how many children do you have and i said i have two children and, and she said, and have you had just two pregnancies? And I said, well, actually, no, before Isaac was born, I had a miscarriage. And she said, ah, okay. And then she started talking more about different things. And I started to cry. And it was, um, I already thought that I dealt with that in the past. It was, you know, 15 years ago. And it was difficult at the time. I moved through it. And I never really thought about it that much again. But it was obviously something in me that she touched that needed healing, And what she said about that, which was really interesting, is she said that you treat, like my eldest, like he's your first child, but actually he's not your, he's your first physical fully born child, but he's not your first soul child. So like you see him as the first child, but actually he's not, he's the second child. And she said something that was really interesting. She said, the first child wants to be seen, the second child wants to be heard, and the third child wants to be understood and then she didn't go on to the further ones and that was quite profound for me because i'd never really thought about it like that and then there were some things that she picked up on like from my family line and she said you'll see things changing in your life that either you have um an an impact on directly yourself or not but things are going to start changing and that's exactly what happened like in the next three or four months lots of things happened that was healing the past not just in me but in my family line as well so it was really interesting i must go back because she said to me um, there's more here to deal with she said uh, so i must go back and see her again but what was interesting at the end she said to me do you work with herbs and i said well a little bit but not much and she said uh, you right. definitely did in the past she said so she said to me so she she obviously read something in me but i i felt very comfortable with her but it was just really weird like sitting down in front of this laminated sheet with different symbols and stuff on i had no idea what she was doing but she clearly knew what she was doing you know it was it was it was cool i enjoyed it but um i don't really know any sort of way out there ones really because a lot of them have a lot of historical uh, evidence yeah. or that they've yeah. gone way back or now they've even got uh, current scientific evidence to prove that they're effective so I don't know if if weird or, or way out is uh, I don't know really I, I think everything no I get it I it's sub- yeah.
0: yes and it's all relative isn't it for example Stephen saying here um, I don't consider anything I've d- I've had done weird but that's because Stephen is a complete weirder so for him, <laughs> it just it's just normal to him so that, that would explain bless it that, <laughs> I, what
1: bless him I, he's great I love Stephen
0: yeah, me too. And I can only say that because I love him. And he knows it. Well, I hope he knows yeah. it. Or maybe, uh, yeah, maybe he doesn't I love know. me anymore now. But, but it, you're right. It is all relative, isn't it? It is absolutely relative. And it, they're cultural things. Uh, I mean, I'm fascinated with what you've just said to us. A few things in there, Jenny, um, particularly about first, second, and third children. I mean, that's, that's, that's a general point, isn't it? Rather than, you know, I know she said it to you specifically, but that's a useful thing. And it probably yeah. connects with the family constellation idea that you were talking about before, Mrs. M., um, but also this idea. I was talking before you joined us about how I can't remember which French <laughs> philosopher it was, but they said medicine was the the physician entertaining the patient while nature took its course. So we need something to happen in front of our eyes, don't we? Um, all right, Stephen. Yes, that's fair. <laughs> that's fair. No weirder <laughs> than me. Um, and we do. You know, we need something. So and and often the 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 more gifted or I'm going to use the word psychic. I mean, I, I think people can be really aware of your, of you as a person, of us as people, and, and, and want to and are moved to say things. But just to say it is really often too difficult, isn't it? So we need a crystal to spin or some other paraphernalia in front of us to say, okay, we can the mind, the rational mind can focus on something, but there's something very different happening on an energetic level. And um, I don't know, maybe, you know, we will evolve into just being able to accept that if somebody's got help for us and it makes sense, that might be mm. enough. But we're probably not there yet. Mm.
3: No, I don't think we're all yet. But I think um, one thing that's interesting about this area is, are you aware of the thermal hospital in Caldish?
1: Yes, yeah, oh, right. smells eggy as yeah. you drive past it. Yeah,
3: it does. So <laughs> when I moved into my house in Kaldash, it was owned by a doctor that used to be linked to the Selma Hospital, and he built the house in the 1950s. And I found loads of his old diaries before uh, when I was clearing clearing everything out because I renovated the house, and uh, it's a very interesting story. Actually, he was married to a Jewish refugee that came here from Luxembourg. And he used to be the, the doctor for the Jewish refugees in Kaldosh because there was a lot of refugees here. And then they got married and they they built a house. Um, anyway, his they're really interesting to go through because it's what he treated using the thermal baths. And he treated many things. And in his... Um, I've got one of them here because I thought it would be quite interesting. It's here. Like this one's you. from 1957. But he used them not just for rheumatic-like diseases, but he used them for um antitoxic so detoxification calming he used them for a lot of nerv- uh, like nervous disorders um and he used them also for heavy metal poisoning so he used them for um mercury lead and uh, aluminum poisoning and he also used them for all sorts of different things even breaks even fractures and things like that and in here it talks a lot about patients lots of patients that he cured you know and Amazing. none of none of the uh, mention any pharma medication at all. Uh-huh. Um, but the the thermal hospital obviously is still open here, but I don't think it's anywhere near as utilised as it should be or that it yeah. was in the past. Um, so I just thought it was really interesting. It seemed as though the Queen, you know, she came here in the 1400s and she saw people bathing in the waters and they told her that they were like magic therapeutic waters. And then from there, you know, the Queen on the roundabout, that's her that's near the, the park.
0: Yes. Yeah. Um, the Renia the re- of the Kaldash.
3: Yeah, exactly. So it's yeah. it's really interesting, but they've just recently had a renovation. But um I need to go and find out how you can access treatment because I think it's only through a pre- like um a prescription from a doctor, you know.
1: Yeah.
0: That 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 used to be quite popular in Portugal because uh, we lived in Korea, which is also mm-hmm. a thermal uh, spa treatment center. And apparently, long ago in Portugal, you could get a prescription to go to, to, to be you know to get treatment there, and there was some sort of um, corruption scandal. I think that meant that that was put into a, a dimmer light in the society, but that obviously doesn't mean anything about you know how effective it is or not. Um, and they're, 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 that's not the only one, is it? There's one over towards um, Alcabasa, yeah, Luzo as well. It's they're a... all over Portugal, so maybe they'll it's be.
1: It was really funny. When we were living in Korea, um, a local said that there were three that worked together, um, the one in Korea, the one in Lusso, and uh, was it Basako? Basak, uh, what was it called? Basako oh. is
0: Lusso, isn't it? But there may oh. well be one in Basako Yeah, and there was well. another
1: one. And each of the – because of the minerals in the water, they each worked on a different organ. So there was one that was renowned for the heart, one for the liver, and, um, and people used to do a tour of them. Yeah, um, yeah. We had some friends come to enjoy the spa in Korea and um, they weren't really switched on to letting people in. You know, you had to almost fight to have a treatment. Um, But yeah, it's, it's fascinating. I like the spas. It's really great.
0: Well, there's—I don't know if you can see it on your screen, but that's that's a picture of the outside. It's absolutely beautiful. It's a beautiful building. Yeah. Yeah. And Jenny, you know that you know the kind of dilapidated um, building that overlooks the park. Was were they all? Or was that the whole sort of ward system of the hospital as well? Because it's a beautiful building.
3: I'm—I'm uh, I'm not sure. I think it was linked to the thermal hospital, but I believe, like in the latter years, it was more like workshops and different things like that. But I—it's okay. also I think it's had planning permission, hasn't it, to be renovated into oh, a hotel. Excellent.
0: Oh, so glad to hear that because it's delightful. What an amazing place. Yeah, it's a shame it's going
3: to be a hotel, but it would be nice if it could be something else for the community, you know. But um, yeah, they've done that area up quite a lot, actually, since we first arrived. They've improved that area a lot. But uh, I think I went to the thermal hospital about nine months ago just to go and find out some more information because I was quite interested in it myself. And um, everything was closed down because of the pandemic, obviously. So. I'm going to t- I'm going to take a trip probably next week again. I've been reading the diaries again and go and see how how people can get treatment there really because I definitely think it would be helpful for lots of people especially at the moment.
0: Um, yes. And I mean there, there I mean it's a therapeutic stay as well isn't it? It's it's a real contrast to going to a doctor for a, what a 10 minute appointment. This yeah. is this is this is a residential stay isn't it where you really feel like you're being treated in every yeah. sense.
1: Yeah. And I what, mean,
0: what what a great thing to do.
1: I mean, if you go back 80 years or so, I mean, I used to live in Bournemouth in England, in the south of England. And um, when I was there, I noticed that it just had lots of churches and um, and people said, oh, it's for newlyweds and deads. And people used to like come to yeah. Bournemouth and stay in, in these hotels. And so loads and loads of hotels, but people used to just go and sit in the fresh air and, and that was their treatment. So I think there was a lot more um, adherence to nature, you know, like, so people would just be wheeled out, put in the fresh air and be yeah. air bathed, um, to come back into wellness. Um, and you know, th- there's something about the you know, um, the water, the salt, um, all the minerals, you know, we've got clay deposits in all the beaches nearby. Um, you know, uh, we went down, um, a couple of weekends ago to Salir de Porto, which is not far away, and um, we saw people like covering themselves yeah. in the local clay. Yeah. Um, it's wonderful, all the yeah. different things yeah. you can do. Yeah, there's a, okay, there's yeah. a beach in um,
3: near Peniche. It's called Sal and they go. There's big rocks there. The rock formations are quite unique. And if you go there in the summer, you'll see lots of older men and women laying on them because they say that they're therapeutic and they help with the bones and with. Wow. The, I guess it's the minerals and it's quite high iodine as well. In, on that coastline. So it's really interesting. But if you take a trip there in the summer, you'll see everybody basking like sa- uh, seals
1: on the rocks. It's cool. <laughs> <laughs> we might join them.
0: <laughs> yeah. what a lo- lovely thing to do. OK, that. so all of this needs to go in the holistic directory. Um, we've had a pretty good reception, Jenny, to the idea of doing a holistic directory or holistic cultural directory. So I think I think it's on its way. It got officially launched tonight. Um, by Excellent. the way, um, we, we we go on and on here, and we go through to midnight. At any time when you feel like, oh my god, when are they going to finish? And you want to go to bed, you just let us know, okay? You don't, they don't have to stand on ceremony or, or, or be around unnecessarily, but we'd love to have you here. We don't want to wear you out or have you here.
3: No, um, no, it's cool. I've ridden the wave. I've ridden the cortisol right wave. I've already, am <laughs> oh, <good on. laughs> awake right. again now. Yeah, <laughs> but we're
0: we're authentic, we're authentic and open. And if you think, okay, I've just had enough of this, just say so, and we'll say goodbye and we'll see you next time. Okay. Um, uh, feral working evening. All hello. Feral working sounds like a good idea, doesn't it? Um, yeah, it does. Vertigo can sometimes. We had somebody who was. Gonna oh yeah. Name, yeah, but we we were thinking maybe a, a, an opening for. A holistic therapy with carpe diem's vertigo earlier on can, someone, can sometimes indicate ear canal blockage or infection. You, this, is, this is so interesting. Warm olive oil. Now, in the UK, back in the day, the only time people had olive oil was to put in their ears. They never had it for food, yeah. did they? It, you no. could only get it from a chemist. You could only buy it from a... Mm-hmm. It's an olive oil BP, I think, after it. <laughs> yes, um, it did. I, I, I don't know what that meant, but it, it meant it was medicinal, didn't it, rather than something you would put on your food? And it was decades later when it when you could actually eat the stuff um yes. so the the dry needling for jeff's pain and the, the, the lumpy muscle a few needles across and in the lump he left them for less than a minute immediate sense of calm across my shoulders not that fantastic um awesome. at alfa romeo according to colin we took the best sales managers to morocco we booked a hanan massage but <laughs> uh, very attractive girls on this rec- <laughs> colin We're you're so unreconstituted <laughs> yes <laughs> um, on reception, we entered the steam room where sumo wrestlers hit us with wet clothes. I, I think they'd have to pay me to do that, not not vice versa. Uh, I mean, what was the result, Colin? I wonder. Um, bit maybe a shisha pipe in the evening over in Morocco, I don't know, to, to recover. Uh, the best remedy I ever tried was a tincture for tonsillitis says Andy, comprised of roots and seeds of things like cayenne chili mustard you make a nice salad dressing as that as well, mate. Burned like hell, but worked within days and cured. And is it isn't it interesting? I mean, Andy, did, did you then think, okay, there must be something in this? I will look at more complementary holistic therapies, or did you just, you know, not ever think about it again? I wonder. Apart from tonight, um, and uh, the the Andrew, it is the the Andrew Kilchrist. I hear your dulcet tones every Friday night. Um, I love that so much. Alternative medicine is becoming integrated into Western systems. And that research is confirming what has been practiced for thousands of years. Yeah. They? Right. Um, okay. The chances uh, are
1: your granny actually knows some really good healing. You know, if we actually course. told, if we actually spoke to our nans and granddads and found out how they did it, um, there'd be a wealth of knowledge out there. Um, but, you know, we're kind of like we don't really live in those communities anymore where we really listen to them.
0: Indeed. I'm going to move you up to the top, Jenny, so that you don't get hidden by comments, because that's really rude. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs>
1: uh,
0: and if, if at any moment you want to chip in, do, because we were talking this afternoon, weren't we, of the Portuguese folk remedy for a sore throat, of boiling an onion with, with honey. That's, that's a local thing, isn't it? Have you discovered anything whilst you've been in Portugal? I mean, we didn't say that. You, you live in Portugal. You've been here for a while. Wow. I mean, what, what Any folk remedies you've come across in that time? Here we go. Here's a good one. Um, Cool.
1: Have you, have you Sorry, I've I've got one with maggots in here. Oh my God! D. De, uh, um, a few uh, years ago, yeah. it was big. Oh, hang on. I've got a funny um sound going on in my um mic. It was big to put a tea bag on a wound, but the tea bag had maggots in it. They ate dead, infected skin, healing the wound. Not sure yeah. if it's still yeah. done. It is still it done. Is.
3: They use
1: it in hospitals. Yeah, yeah. Fantastic.
0: Mainstream, very right? Isn't
3: it? Very, very effective. Yeah, mainstream. They come in a sterile tube.
0: Yeah.
3: And then you do your dressing like you would normally do it, and they put the maggots into the wound, and then they dress the wound, and then they leave it for a few days, or I don't know how long it how, is. How common is that?
1: And what kind of wounds do they um, do
3: When I was in the hospital, I only saw it happen a couple of times, and it was the it was the pe- the wound nurse, the specialist wound nurse that covered the whole hospital that used to come and do it, because it's so specialised. Um, but it was like last ditch attempt, really. But actually, it was really effective. It worked really well. But people are very squeamish about it, obviously.
0: Yeah, yeah. And so hence, hence, why it's used as a last resort. Yeah, I suspect as well. I mean, the, the, you know, with wounds, it's quite amazing. When our when our little dog Peggy was recovering from a really difficult labour, um, the, the the vet sent me home with a pot of honey, and mm. said, "When you 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 know, she taught me how to do the dressing on Peggy's belly." And said, and put she did wrong. "I put the I, oh, I put the net on backwards to hold the bandage on, and so when she when she pooed, it came out like French fries. So I only did that one. <laughs> I only did that one through the string string net. But I did the rest of the time. I was pretty good. And um, I, honey, what an amazing yeah. compound or chemical or whatever honey is uh, for putting on wounds as well. And I was really surprised to see that because you know vets can be the most sort of." pharmaceutical, can't they, in so many ways, and there she was, giving me a pot of honey to take home with the dog. So excellent, maggots there. Uh, I thought Dom was talking about the um, mustard seeds were actually smoking, like Colin's needles, smoking mustard seeds, Um, thus possibly creating wider acceptance for so many seeking healing. I think we're on the way, we're on the way. What do you think, Jenny? Do you think integration is taking place? I I mean, you're all about the integration, aren't you? Do you feel positive about this?
3: Uh, Yeah, definitely. I do. I see even in the last 18 months, I think there's been an explosion of people uh, across the whole board of different complementary and alternative therapies that seem to be getting a lot more interest from people. And I think COVID has actually done that a little bit because people have sought to seek alternatives on how to prevent um and improve their immune system so i think there's people looking in different directions and there's so many different modalities and so many different things for people to try and i think there's something to suit everybody really Mm. Um, but essentially that it kind of like you say a lot of it is energy medicine but it's wrapped up in different ways so you've got um vibrational therapies or color therapies or reiki you have lots of different ones that people might feel more connected with And then you have, like, lots of people are into herbal and natural remedies. I think we've become a lot more conscious, actually, probably over the last 20 years. People have become more aware of alternatives that probably actually wasn't that long ago that were used, but it was probably just out of living memory. I guess the pharmaceutical industry really took off after the Second World War in the 50s. Um, And then, like, obviously the NHS was formed around the same time. So I think there there was a big push then towards pharmaceutical methods. And I think now people are realising that, you know, we are responsible for our own health and we ought to look at different directions in ways that suit us. Because, you know, one person might think that a coffee enema is, you know, the worst thing that they could ever have. But they might uh, look at something completely different that might also give similar effects but it's something that they're more attuned with. And I think that's really important because you have to, when you're taking on any alternative or complementary therapy, you have to be engaged that that thing may work. Otherwise, there's no point in doing it. So Mm. if you're um, not engaged or you're you're not really sure or you're a bit bit of a sceptic about something, you're not going to get the results from that therapy that you would if you were really you'd researched it you understood what the science was or the the physiology on how it works and then you're much more open to receive I think so I think definitely yes I see in my friends and family as well people that have never um considered that I mean I'm in my 40s and I grew up in the years of the Spice Girls and you know uh, everybody drinking pints and everybody was smoking <laughs> in pubs and uh, uh, eating lots of meat. And nobody was that conscious about um, health really at that yeah. time. Um, I mean, obviously there were some people that were, and then it's, it's definitely evolved. Like you see it in the fitness industry. And I think that's where it kind of has really kicked off is in the fitness industry. Cause um, like the Crossfitters, I did CrossFit for a while. The Crossfitters are really aware of health. They're really yeah. aware of like alternative ways that they can help, their performance and their, their overall, like, optimization. um So, yeah, I definitely think it's moving in the right direction. And I think that the health services are really struggling and that service is not going to improve. I think there's just going to be more and more strain on traditional, like the modern medicine model. And yeah. I think people will automatically look for other things that they can find that might help them.
0: Amazing. And and you speak from a a very interesting point of view, I think, because you you spent a lot of time inside the National Health Service, right, of of the UK, as well as making your own research and investigation. So you've got a a very particular and excellent view, I think, on this.
2: Yeah,
3: obviously, the the hospital's a a strange environment because it's an acute environment where things need to be done. And almost it's too late by the time somebody's got to hospital. Maybe there were things that could have been done a lot before. Yeah. Um so the hospital environment I worked in is a very it's a very clinical sterile environment because of the nature of the beast, I suppose. And that in itself isn't that conducive to healing. You know, they used to have these big um sanatoriums, TB hospitals where they'd have yeah. grounds so that they could walk around in and balconies where they could sit in the sun and mm-hmm. and all that kind of thing. But just the yeah, it's very difficult. I think the, they shifted away from that. Um, to push everything into the hospitals and then they've subdivided everything and specialized everything and it's made it very one organ one system um, delivery of medicine really and I think but I think things are changing and it's very difficult to change things like for example in the NHS um, everything comes, comes from the top down so even if you wanted to introduce a complementary therapy you have to fight a lot of you know fights to get that established in the hospital i know i know i work with a chronic pain nurse I she used to share an office with her and um she went and paid and did her own acupuncture course and she asked the hospital if she could introduce acupuncture into her chronic pain Um, and it took her ages it took her ages to get approval um, to get it all signed off to write the policies to get all the liability stuff done and It was very difficult for her to do. So it's not, the system is not really set up for the two to go hand in hand. In primary care, that's when in the community, that's where they should be able to make the difference. Sorry, I'm going to cough. Uh, Yeah, so in primary (laughs) care, that's when the prevention is done, you know, and the healing can really be done before they get to hospital. So, yeah, I do think things are changing, but it's not really, the system isn't really set
0: up no, you're right. And, and you know, and it's getting more and more acute, isn't it? It's dealing with emergencies and, and dire circumstances rather than helping people educate themselves and, and take responsibility for their health over a longer term. So that's a really very interesting perspective. Um, while you have a drink of water, let's go have a few more comments here. Um, I had a Chinese head and neck massage involved being seated whilst an old guy beat me around the head, shoulders and neck. <laughs> Sorry, again, we know Andy, that's why we're allowed to laugh. Um, even lifted my trapezoids off my shoulders, hurt like hell, but afterwards, I was floating. It sounds mm-hmm. like a, a grandparent who kind of you know slaps you on the thigh and says, You now your, your grazed knee doesn't hurt anymore. It's like a <laughs> di- displacement therapy, isn't it? There were grandparents <laughs> like that in the 70s. Um, what's this here? Uh, I've not done anything weird treatment wise, but after a mystery illness I had in the late 90s where I couldn't keep any food down. I switched to a macrobiotic diet for several months. This is going to be interesting. Um, it healed me, says uh, Anne. And uh, my, my comments are a bit slow to load here. So just give me a moment as that comes onto the screen. Actually, I think the comments are being really mindful and relaxed. They're taking mm-hmm. ages. Um, it is based on Zen Buddhism, macrobiotics, yin-yang balance, lots of Japanese food, meat, oh, miso soup. You'd have to be desperate to eat that. Uh, daikon, I- radish... Sorry, come back to come back to dishwater in a minute. A miso soup, daikon radish, mas- massage as well. Okay, I couldn't keep it up long term, but it definitely solved my issue. I'm so glad to hear that. And Ignore me. Um, I'm sure there is really nice miso soup available. Is there, Mrs. M and Jenny? Well, you, you know about these things. I quite like miso soup actually. Oh, so do I. Okay. <laughs> uh, you, can oh. add,
1: you can always add little bits into your soup, can't you? You can always.
0: Yeah, but then it's nice like then it's like Portuguese stone soup, isn't it? You know, you boil up you boil up a stone, and then you say, "Has anyone got any seasoning? I'll just put that in." And then mm, it's not quite right. Has anyone got any vegetables? Okay, let's put the veg in. Has anyone got any stock now? Maybe a bit of meat. Let's put that in. Oh, that's lovely soup. What's that stone doing in there? We'll chop the stone out, and then you've got a lovely soup. And that's is that what you're suggesting with the miso? <laughs>
3: No,
0: oh, I, I like it. <laughs> okay, all right. We'll have to let's eat miso soup together one day. I'm happy to I know somewhere okay. that does good miso soup, actually. It's Kabuki
3: all Sushi, right. the sushi place. in. Oh, Leather, yeah, we've been it. there. It. It's very they nice. Do, you know, the miso soup's very nice.
0: All right, I'm open to that. I'm open to that. I should not be so, um, well, silly, I suppose, <laughs> or judgmental, judgmental and closed-minded. Okay, Um and oh, I think Anne's talking about her man cave experience, which I think can be quite therapeutic as well. That's fantastic. Um, 14 hours sleep. That always helps, doesn't it? Uh, mm-hmm. Very interesting. interesting. I, yeah. Jenny, I mean, what, what would you recommend? Do you, I mean, you, is, it, is it right to call you an advisor to people with their health and, and how does that work as far as sleep recommendations go?
3: Um, yeah, advisor, health advisor or health coach or integrative okay. health coach or yeah. whatever. Um, yes, well, sleep is especially important in restoring your diurnal rhythm. So we all have a natural rhythm. And if we were without our daily interference in life and the fact that we're impacted by lots of other things, naturally, we would want to fall asleep around 9, 9.30 as your cortisol levels start to drop and they should drop. And then you should wake up really with this kind of sunrise, six thirty-seven. And if you had like, if you camped for a week in the middle of nowhere without any interruptions, that's probably the rhythm that you would naturally get into. And when you push those rhythms, so you know when you start wanting to fall asleep at, in the evening, you've probably put all the kids to bed, you sat down, you've had your dinner and you've had a glass of wine or something and you're starting to feel a bit sick. That's exactly when you should go to bed. Because if you don't go to bed then and go to sleep, your cortisol starts to rise and it gets much more difficult to fall asleep as well. Ah, okay. So um, in terms of sleep, I think uh, 14 hours, I mean, sometimes you, people need to sleep 14 hours if they're sick or if they're ex- exceptionally tired. Um, <clears throat> but the advice is to try and keep into a, a, a steady routine. So mm. I like, say, you and the aim would be to get between eight to nine mm-hmm. hours sleep that's like the optimum really but some people need more sleep some people need less sleep, sleep. are you getting a bit yeah. free?
0: yeah only, only every now and then it's fine I, we can cope with that um I, I think it's a miracle at all that we're live streaming together just so in case you've just joined us we're with the feel good portugal show Uh, Jenny is with us, Jenny Lowe's, who's in on the Silver Coast, which we think is going to be the new Bay Area, not unlike the Bay Area in California. This is the new Bay Area of Western Europe. Okay, and I think we're, we're predicting amazing things here on this side of Portugal. Go on, um,
1: and we've got somebody here sharing their experience um, and their skills. So Anna Lucia is saying, nice topic. Good evening. I'm a qualified therapeutic aromatherapist and reflexologist. Love all holistic therapies. Um, and she's also adding in also done bark flower remedies, Indian head massage, hot stone therapies, all fabulous. I would too, absolutely though. agree with that. Um, I I was sharing in, in the, uh, sorry, there's a bit of a, a delay between my speech and the, um, um, and my image
2: <laughs> It's right, really.
1: Yeah, it's really distracting. But um when you and I were talking, Jenny, earlier this week, um, I mentioned that I'd had um, chronic fatigue syndrome. and um, I, I kind of almost got rid of it. Um, I had um, reflexology once every two weeks and it really kept me together. There was something about it that just kept me together. And then um, after about a year and a half of reflexology, for some reason, I just stopped it. It almost felt like I needed to actually have a breakdown. I I really needed to just let whatever wanted to come through me to come through. And and literally, you know, within two weeks, my whole body just seemed to collapse but it really felt like, um, you know, from my experience, that the reflexology just gave me what I needed to keep me going and keep me going and keep me going. It's a really, really strong therapy. I love it. So, um, yes, very excited um, to have my feet done at any time.
0: Anna Lucia, certainly one for our directory then, I think. Keep keep in touch and let's get this directory moving tonight. Yeah. Um, th- so yeah, Feel Good Portugal, we do this every Saturday night. This is for people who like to go within instead of going out on a Saturday night.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah, I like okay.
0: that. And on that matter, uh, I haven't done my 10 minutes of meditation today. And I'm thinking this show ends at midnight. And part of my daily, daily routine and bond uh, and sustain integrity, it's really important for me to do 10 minutes meditation. So what I'm going to do is this is going to be a bit like the BBC. Uh, there are certain times of the day where you can listen to cricket on the BBC. It says we go to long wave now where you'll be able to listen to the test match and stay on FM for the news and all the other boring things that Radio Four does. And um, so that's what we're going to do towards the end of, or in the next hour, I'm going to go and do, we're going to, Louise is going to leave me on the screen meditating because he's one of the most boring things you can do on a live stream. (laughs) And, but you'll see me and there'll be a link. So you, if you want to, if you want to go to the fork in the road, for the the 10 minutes meditation, you can join me. Or if you want to stay and listen to Jenny and Louisa talking, which is obviously going to be the better bet. But there may be people who do want to do 10 10 minutes meditation as well. Because I've been trying to do live stream meditations now for probably the last 10 years, I I think. And I've tried to make it exciting. But I'm having to come to terms with the fact that it's one of the most boring things you can do live. Well, live, live at all. Just sit there in silence. And people are thinking... Is this guy's live stream broken? And the other day I didn't even put the sound on. So it was like no one could hear me anyway. Um, <laughs> 33 minutes into it. So if you want to do that, if you want to have a little bit of a guided meditation, a bit of peace today and help me with my daily routine integrity, I'll go to a fork in the road a little bit later on, and I'll we'll put the link in the, in the chat for that. But I'll stay on the screen. And then maybe we can do a scientific experiment and you can assess my before and after state with the meditation so we'll see how that goes i'll tell
1: you um, what i could i could come down and and feel your aura before and after if you like
0: i am so open to that'
1: because, um earlier i mean here's here's something that i'm noticing right now and this is where it might get a little bit esoteric um we we know a healer friend that lives in foge um who who's really really like a, a a strong healer and she she had a bit of a knee problem um was it last week or the week before and uh, for some reason i just said oh you know, do you want me to put my hands on you? Um, you know, like Reiki wise, um, because I was doing Reiki as a child, you know, before I actually had my Reiki training, but I I think everyone can do it, you know, if, if we really realize that we're doing it. And so I, I put my hands on and like really strange thing happened. Um, it, it, like whatever was going on was really different to how it used to be. It came on really strong, really fast um and and it felt like we were both transported somewhere else um and then I offered to do remote healing with her which I don't normally ever um even suggest I never feel confident doing it but something's changed and then um I've, I've had a few different moments sort of like wanting to tune in and do healing this week and then Earlier tonight, I realized I could actually see my aura around my hands again. And as a child, I used to see auras around trees, plants, hands, people's shoulders. I used to see it all the time. And o- over time, you know, you you kind of ease away from it. And I could always feel sort of like energy. I can sense it with my hands. But tonight, I saw it really clearly with my own eyes for the first time in about 10 years. And I was thinking, wow, something's shifting. It feels like, you know, I, I'm, I'm curious to know. Any of you sort of like practitioners out there that that can sense healing and sense energy what is happening for your sensations of energy right now is it changing like Jim White you know <laughs> Jim White listening in how is it for you and um the lovely lady who does uh, reflexology um whose name I've already forgotten Anna, Anna Lucia Anna Lucia. Anna, Anna Lucia or um yeah. how is the energy with the people that you're working with are, are you oh are your sessions changing right now? You know, I'm really curious to hear about the like the residual energy that everyone's aware of. Um, and when you were talking about that um, kind of matrix field, whatever it was, <laughs> that you, you had, you know, like the treatment with the crystals and the oh, laminate, yeah. Jenny, um, yeah. early this year, I spoke to somebody in, um, funnily enough, in the Bay Area, uh, not our Bay Area, but you know, over over like eight hours or whatever it is, 13 hours away from us. California, yeah. (laughs) Um, I spoke to somebody who does biofield tuning, so he uses tuning forks. And um, very similar to you actually, Jenny, when you were saying she was like kind of tuning in and and knew about your past. When the lovely guy that I was talking to, Bobby Vasquez, he, um, when he uses his tuning forks, the sound changes when it gets to an area of Disease, um, and and you say, oh, there's this here, and 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 the feelings, the emotions come up, and then he knows to hold it there, and all of a sudden it, it dissipates, and the clarity of the sound changes. I just love all that.
2: <laughs> I mean, that's got to be worth forks, a look,
1: I've Sorry?
2: got Sorry,
3: tuning forks. Yeah, I've got some tuning forks. Oh, I, I oh, need fantastic. to. I've read some books, but I need to go on a course really to well, introduce me... it to my practice. But I have a full set. A full set. I want to get some.
0: They're I wanted to
3: something for our lot, so let's, let's talk. Do you know what's you amazing go. about them is when I ever show them to the, any kids, like if kids come round and I get them out, yeah. and, and the kids, as soon as you do that to a kid, they all go, oh, it's just yeah. straight away. They hear it, so they're so in tune with it, definitely. But it's, 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 like it's the most amazing so
0: thing. It is so yeah. it's miraculous. It's miraculous in its own way, isn't it, that you can do that with a bit of metal and then when when that's demonstrable that, that that man can see and probably show you that yourself that's yeah. quite re- quite remarkable and why we don't look into that more is a mystery isn't it i guess it's, um, it, it,
1: i i'm sure i'm not the only one here that's been to a sound bath you know with crystal bowls crystal singing bowls so beautiful. i remember it's amazing and um, you know i went to one um, in indonesia where there were about 40 or 50 bowls and there were about that many people you know all with the yoga mats and whatnot and we were all like sighted around the bowls and the bowls around us and it was incredible you know yeah. feeling it coming through your feet and
0: yeah well we, we were the beach today was... sorry jenny go on please carry on please carry on no i was
3: gonna say i have a bit of a theory about the energy thing that you're talking about well, it's not yes. really a theory it's 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 there you can see the evidence of it so um, we go through, as I'm sure you know this, but we go through solar cycles every 10 to yes. 11 years. Yes. And they're saying that we're at the end of a 5,000-year cycle as well. And we've been at a grand solar minimum. And now yes. we're starting coming into, uh, coming out of the grand solar minimum again. And during solar minimums and solar maximums, um, they've plotted it out that actually there are times of pandemics, at uh, solar minimums and maximums, uh, one is probably because we're getting less sun during the solar minimums because it's really weak at the moment. It's starting to gain strength again now, the sun, but it has been really weak, and that coincided wow. with the outbreak of COVID nineteen. Um, <clears throat> and what they're saying is it will increase in intensity now until 2025, which is when there'll be it'll be at the maximum. It's been for quite a long time, so it'll be really positive for humanity in that time. So I think we're we're coming out of it now and going upwards. But during the times of minimas and maximas, particularly minima like we are now, any solar flare or coronal mass ejection, they're called coronal mass ejections from the sun um, or the solar winds, um, they will affect the Earth more in terms of um, the magnetism. So we are being hit with really powerful magnetic waves at the moment. Uh, UV light, but also gamma waves. And today, it's been really quiet. The Schumann Resonance has been really, really quiet for the last few days. And today, it's peaked at over 50 again. So today, there was a big, like, download of energy that came to Earth. And it's closely matched with the solar winds and everything. And there's a theory that if you're in a good space when these blasts happen, that it can be very positive. It can trigger more of an awakening. You can feel the energy more. Um, or if you're not in a good place it can kind of manifest itself in anger and you know right. not that too nice things happening or illness as well which we're seeing we're seeing a lot of at the moment so that's what i think is happening now and funnily like 10 days ago i was getting these like mad kundalini all over body energy shakes it was really weird and i haven't had that for probably about two years i think the full body shake, but that was just like a couple of weeks ago so I do think, like, things are starting to shift. Yeah. And I think lots of people that uh, use energy and that can feel and they're, they're really feeling it right now. And it should be, for most people, it should be very positive. But it depends, yeah. I think, on our, our frame of mind that we're in uh, when these bursts, blasts are happening. But it, it kicked off, really, on the 31st of January 2017. There's always shifts in the resonance. Yeah. Uh but they also match with brain waves as well, so you know we've just uh, like the theta I think we've been in Delta a lot, like a very sleepy brain wave, and then all of a sudden we have these big blasts of like gamma waves, which trigger a bit of an awakening. I find it fascinating, really fascinating
0: me too, when you, i mean and this is astronomically measurable stuff you're talking about, isn't it? Yeah,
3: absolutely, yeah, and we resonate at frequency like seven point yeah. eight three hertz more or less, and so does everything around us. you know and these these shifts and energy like the force of the the waves that are coming have been so strong but on the 31st of 2017 was like kind of when it really started to get a lot more unstable and uh, I've been tracking it since before the pandemic and uh, you can see that on the chart the big spikes they're not really spikes but they call them spikes but the big increases in the the power of the schumann resonance usually happen at a time where it seems like more and more people are waking up to what's going on around us so mm-hmm. like say for example uh when it was the january 6th you know the the what they no no with the Biden oh yeah
0: okay yeah the
3: insurrection they called it yeah yeah Uh, yeah, when that happened there was a big increase in 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 energy and I think it's like globally we're aware a bit more of what's going on and we're gaining more information and we're being more enlightened and that's showing in the in the Schumann Resonance it's
0: very interesting. Yeah, absolutely, it is. Absolutely, it is. Glad you joined us tonight. Fantastic.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I, I I want to add in. Um, I've got um quite a few astrology books. Um, on trading and trading patterns, and um, the sunspots are monitored. Um, by the, um, astrological traders. Um, And they they will peak them over a series of different cycles. So there's like a six-year cycle, an 18-year cycle, et cetera, et cetera. And all these like awakening moments also correspond with um, very sort of unstable markets. Um, And and a lot of that depends on when the markets were initially started. So if they're started at a time of a full moon or a maximum or a minimum, then um, it will be programmed into that um in into that particular market you know so it will have a sensitivity for that particular event um and it, all, it all to do changes. with
2: um
3: cuz what they say is that there's also lots of so, uh, civil unrest at those times yes. and yeah, outbreaks yeah. of war and things like that as well so yeah. Moves, well look the markets i guess tie
1: in with that don't they so they're absolutely that's how they explain it actually you know um if you think of like uranus the planet of um change and shock and etc cetera, etc cetera, when uranus changes signs it usually causes a lot of disruption um you know with um like people and especially when the moon is in opposition to to uranus and 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 stuff like that these are really really big like moments for people shocking moments but when you get a really big astrological thing with something like uranus and all that change comes up it also corresponds with the markets because people lose confidence um and this this is why it's useful to live in
0: in this is why it's useful to live in um multi-generational ways isn't it where the grandparents the great grandparents the parents and the children are together because when, if you live in, in, in the most modern of societies, you know, the sort of leading-edge progressive, where people are quite atomic and alone, they don't have that frame of reference, do they? Within our own lifetimes, we can't see these patterns. You know, if you're, if you're 30, 30 or 40 or 50, you don't know that this has gone on unless you really you know, study history. But if, you, if that's in your household, as the parents remembering things and the grandparents and the great-grandparents, what an amazing bank of wisdom you'd have if you knew how to live with those generations, which I think we've also forgotten how to do.
1: Yeah. And also, like, you might have all the youngsters doing all their crypto and you might have all the elders with money stuffed under their carpets and behind radiators and things. And it yeah. probably takes all those different, um, you know, and you might have some, like, middle-aged people, you know, with gold or silver or something. Um, and it might take a little bit of all of that to make it work for you. Yeah.
0: And somebody in the family saying, none of that will ever work. What you wasting yeah. money on that? What are you wasting your money on that cryptocurrency for? You need to go yeah. out and work hard. Um, so let's, let's. I mean, Actually, we've got lots
1: of... Before, I just want to add, add something to Jenny. Um, what Jenny was saying about the magnetism, um, yeah. I read somewhere, and I wish I knew where it was because I'm, I'm rubbish if I can't source things. But um, and reference it. But I read that the um, magnetic forces um, are weaker in areas where there is. Um, uh, like a a collection or like this tendency for awakened civilization. So in places like, I think, San Francisco, California, um, the Bay Area is one of these places with a particularly weak or strong, I don't know which, one, I'm, I'm sure it's weak, magnetic forces, because, um, and it's something to do with, you know, like the ley lines and um, plates and whatnot on the planet. But um Apparently, like when the yeah, I think it's a weak magnetic force. When there's a weak magnetic force, people feel more able to create their own reality. And where it's really strong, oppressive, people are a lot more conforming. I think the UK has got a very strong one. Um, yeah, well, so I just, um,
3: like it's funny you say you that
1: because you probably well, do know about it.
3: <laughs> well, I was looking up um, ley lines a few months ago actually, uh-huh. and there's a um, the St. Michael's Ley Line that goes through the Tour of Glastonbury, goes through yep. St. Michael's in Cornwall, and it actually yep. goes through the Azores,
2: uh, wow. through Sao
3: Miguel, which is St. Michael. Wow. And it's also called the Set Sidaj, there, the Seven Cities. And wow. the Azores is considered a, a really um, powerful energy centre. But there's also apparently another line that comes through that must go near Fatima and, yeah. and Tamar,
1: so and my, comes yeah.
3: through Sintra.
1: Sorry, I'm being called. One sec.
0: Okay. Oh, okay. So, so it
3: comes through Sintra. So there's like I think there's two very powerful. What's happening with the screen?
0: No, she's uh, Louise has got. got she, we um, we do this on a Saturday night. The kids are in bed. So the
3: screen's going like this.
0: Oh, is it moving around now? She's put us in a loop of some sort. Is it? Is there some weird thing? It's Maybe it's because it's we're talking about ley lines. I'm going to refresh my screen and see if that helps.
3: Oh no! Now I'm throbbing. <laughs> this is very strange.
0: And a glitch in the. Is that working now, Jenny? Because we're going up and
3: down now. We're going up no and down. No way. Waves.
0: That's yeah. so spooky, I was doing that, that is,
3: at one point no I didn't.
0: that is too spooky for words that's settled down now I hope no, no I'm still doing
3: it but I'll try not to be distracted by it I'll try oh my to.
0: goodness I, what I'll do is I'll kick her out of the um if I can of the, of the no I can't do anything about it we'll have to wait till she gets back or just turn our videos off so we can't see we <laughs> keep, look at this this is for <laughs> This is is for all the people on LSD, says Wolfgang. Good evening to you, Wolfgang. Um, I I love technology. I'm reading some of the comments. I don't even know if you can see them on the screen. I love technology, says Jim. Jesus, says HR. Not the (laughs) HR department, but but somebody called HR. Oh, goodness. Um, This is quite interesting, entertaining. I must admit, haha, not your average globetrotter. So um, we've got lots of lovely comments to go to, but... Does it, if I put my, if I take myself off the screen, does it get any?
3: No, I'm, I'm just flashing now. So you need to come back on.
0: i got to come back on. All right. <laughs> so there I am back on, Mrs. M. I think maybe what is I'll it, do.
3: This is a little bit trippy, isn't it? <laughs>
0: it is so, so strange. Oh, and I can't, I can't leave here. Mrs. M, go turn your, your feed off. <laughs> That's so bizarre. But we
3: we're talking um, about ley lines. We must be on the money if we're talking about. I think so. Going,
0: something. Something spooky is going on now, isn't it? I mean,
3: this is a message.
0: For us. That, that, that's that's really thrown me now. But Tamar definitely comes up in conversation, doesn't it? And and again, it, you know, in the broader point, people talk about the spiritual significance of of Portugal. So, what what say you about what you've learned about Portugal since you've been here in Fatima and Tamar, and then Trancamento? Well,
3: yeah well what what's really interesting about portugal is that uh, many years ago it was considered lusitania i'm sure you know ah, this. but L- yes, lusitania yes, sure. the lusitanians are people of the light that's how they were described because Lus obviously ah, is Luz, light yes that's uh, how i understand it and uh, the lusitanians worshiped a god that was called endovilicus or something like that and he was the god of the underworld but he was also the god of health and prosperity and uh, vision, he was also. So I think the Portuguese, by nature, are very spiritually aware. And when I first came to Portugal, I why people say to me, why do you like to come to Portugal? And I think that the Portuguese have a very pure heart. I feel that in the Portuguese. Like yeah. they have a very, and they're also very strong. And the Lusitanias were warriors. They fought against the Romans for years and years and years and resisted them for a long, long time. Um, but I think that they're they're very perceptive, but I think generally on the whole at the moment they're a bit sedated. They're not they're not really sure what's happening or and I think people are just existing and living. But obviously, right. there's a very um strong religious factor here. And um especially in this region, they celebrate the um the Mary, Immaculate Heart of Mary.
2: And yes, Portugal
3: yes. was said to. Uh, remain as the immaculate heart of Mary. I mean, I'm not particularly. Oh, oh here we are. Something happening now.
0: <laughs> Hopefully, better.
3: Uh, a little not. bit, a bit more distracting. Ah.
0: Oh my goodness. <laughs> so so sorry. The,
3: Fat- the Fatima story really interested me, and I know that there are some people that say that it's um, it's all a big scam, and then there's obviously the other people that completely buy into what it is. Yeah. But, from the research that I've done about Fatima I think it's fascinating particularly about the three secrets and also the miracle of the sun so I don't know yes. if, if you want me yes. to explain a little bit about Please. Fatima. But what,
0: what you you start that and I'm going to go and switch off Mrs M's thing which is I think causing this okay because I know about the Fatima okay. miracle of the sun could you explain that to people for just a moment Yeah.
3: So on the 13th of May in 1917, there was three shepherd, young shepherd children who saw an apparition of an angel and it told them to return on the 13th of each month and that they would be delivered messages from uh, the Immaculate Heart of Mary. So they went back and they saw several more apparitions over time. Um, And during that time, um, there was warnings that if people didn't consecrate the Immaculate Heart of Mary, that there would be a lot of trouble. And if you think of 1917 was also a time of a solar minimum as well. So they're kind of living in a similar time than we are now. And the First World War had broken out, and also there was a Spanish flu. Um, So there's lots of similarities to what's happening today. Um, But what happened was that on the, the final, on the 13th of October, 1917, so I think it was like the seventh apparition or something. I can't remember how many there were exactly. Um, was that t- 100 to 200,000 people saw the sun do something really strange, and they called it the miracle of the sun. Apparently, the sun came down very close and then disappeared again, and then they saw um, Mary. And she gave the warnings to the three children. And uh, the first one was about she showed the children a vision of hell, the first secret. <clears throat> and she showed the children a vision of hell if russia didn't consecrate the immaculate heart of mary um but that didn't happen at the time it only happened i think in the 50s um because the communists were in charge so um that didn't happen until then and obviously a lot of blood was shed in the first and the second world war um and then the third secret was never fully divulged and um she, I think the two, two of the youngest children died quite young. They died of Spanish flu in 1919 and 1920. And the third one, Lucia, then became a sister and worked within the church. And um, she kept the secret for a very long time. And then she, I think in the 60s, she finally divulged it to the Bishop of Leiria. Um, but the third secret apparently was just that there was going to be uh, the death of a pope. And they didn't declare the full secret. But apparently John Paul II, who was uh, the assassination attempt on John Paul II, he was very fixed on the idea of Mary, the Immaculate Heart of Mary. And um, he was actually, the attempted assassination was exactly 60 years after the first first vision, which was on the 13th of May. So he was, um, uh, his attempted assassination was exactly 60 years later. I think it was 60, but it was on exactly the same day. Um, so I, I don't know whether he was going to reveal the, the full secret and whether the full secret was a warning about what's coming now or I don't know what it was or whether the whole thing is a story. I'm not sure. But for that many people to have seen it and witnessed it um, and oh, yeah. for the for the sister Lucia to keep that information to herself. And they went through horrible times, the the children. That there's um, rumours that they were or evidence that they were tortured and that they were um, like almost sacrificed and the two younger ones they were apparently they were tied to beds and stuff like that and um they were supposed to sacrifice themselves for the for the for the future but i think what's interesting about i think you you nipped off there but it's about the miracle of the sun
0: yes Um, it's no i I, i'm aware of this you know we we went to an incredible um there's an exhibition in fatima where you can you can see an audiovisual show of what happened and it is extraordinary, isn't it? Because on the one hand, it can be played down as like, "Well, was that a miracle or not?" But the whole the whole event is really intriguing and, and quite extraordinary that so many you know tens of thousands of people went to this field in near Fatima, right? And the sun appeared to dance in the sky, you know. And and it goes against our I, I suppose it, ga- it goes against our rationality and the status quo and we and the cognitive dissonance and all that sort of stuff, but. Clearly, it warrants further uh, or more open discussion than we that it might might have.
3: Yeah, well, I think the parallels of what's happening today are quite interesting because obviously it was the First World War, it was Spanish flu as well at the same time, yes. and uh, communism was really taking hold. The Bolsheviks were really taking hold of everything at the time, um, and Russia was obviously quite powerful then. So I think it's almost like you know the warnings are the same today, and and she was. Um, trying to maintain that belief in the sacred heart. And I think that's almost what Portugal is. It feels to me like Portugal is the sacred heart of Europe or or the world, maybe even. Wow. There there definitely is a purity Uh, here. And I think, I wonder whether that's why people have been drawn to come here, because there's a lot of foreigners here. I mean, obviously, the beautiful landscape, the wine, the food (laughs) and everything else have. But alternative, there seems to be a lot more alternative therapists coming into especially this area for such a small area it's not that big really in terms of population this part there seems to be a lot of um forward-thinking enlightened people that are moving into the area and i wonder if that's to help drive the the belief again in the sacred heart and it doesn't mean i'm not i'm not particularly religious like i'm not fixed on a particular religion i believe in the divine but i'm not fixed in a particular Mm -hmm. mode and I've been to Fatima and it made me feel really uncomfortable actually. I didn't uh-huh. I felt uncomfortable in the, the 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 grandness of it all Yes. and people on their knees and I felt yeah. it, it felt like a strange energy there to me, but I, yeah. I think that obviously something happened there that was very, very important. Um, what it was exactly, I guess we'll never really know
0: no unless indeed. we see it
3: again, unless it happens again, and we're here to witness it.
0: Well, true, true. I mean, that was so amazing, so amazing to have this context for Portugal, what we're talking about, the possibility of Portugal, the, 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 just even this, you know, very sort of mundane idea in a way compared to all of that of a of a holistic directory. But maybe there is something on the move and maybe there is something we're, we're a part of here. Really, really brilliant to have you here tonight. And let's, I mean, we've really ignored our people in, in, in the comments. I'm sorry for that, but you can understand why we were having a riveting conversation with Jenny here and then all that weird technical thing that happened as well. That was a bit (laughs) stupid. But going way, way back nearly an hour ago when Stephen was talking about his 14 hour sleep, when we started talking about sleep, it's because he had a fever and I feel a bit bad about bantering him so heavily there. So hope you're feeling better. That sounds like you are fit. A 14 hours Kip seemed to do the trick. Jenny, let's go through a few of these. Um, Some good alternatives from smoking tobacco are the leaves from Mullane, marshmallow and sage sage of course very very pungent and special vibe about the sage plant um, i think that was part of my um uh, what's it called S- sweat lodge ceremony that i did that was one of the weird things i did um we throw the i ching each morning to help focus the day fantastic jim jim and mandy the placebo effect uh, jump in, if you, if any of these pique your interest, Jenny. The placebo effect, if our body's healing itself because it's been told it can heal. So, you know, what, what, the important thing is the result, isn't it? Um, Carl, please, you're not allowed to call Stephen weird. You should call him Mr. Weird. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> we'll go with that from now on. Dave is here, Mr. Fire Dave. Just realized you're live, thought I was watching a playback. No, I was sat very still, Dave. Um, oh no, <laughs> yeah, we are live and we welcome your comments tonight, uh, yes, placebos in the power of suggestion. Well, Marcos is here, Marcos Verbon, well, hello Marcos, always fun to read the extensive side effects on medications, also quite scary, and you have to have quite a lot of time on your hands, don't you to read that massive leaflet, I think as well. And good eyesight. And very good eyesight, it's as though they're trying to hide it. Um, apparently, our insurance guy Nuno was telling us that there's now a law in Portugal where small print has to be of a certain type size now. Maybe they'll do that with pharmaceuticals as well, ultimately. A like a book, ago, then. <laughs> <laughs> it comes in a free book yeah. um, a few years ago. It, we could do it on MP3 and listen to it. A few years ago. Yeah, here comes your pharmaceutical podcast for the medication you're about to take. Um, a few years ago, it was big to put a tea bag. Okay, so that was the maggots thing, and, you know, I, I, I can see that that would work, but obviously it's a hard one to swallow, as it were. Um, Anna Lucia is here. That was lovely to hear from you, and I think you should definitely be in our holistic directory. Get in touch with us, do please, Anna Lucia. Um, and Raphael, um, who we freaked out definitely with our technical thing. They used to do the same thing with Olive Oil when my mother was a kid. That was what, stick it in your ear? I think um, also done bark flower remedies. Yes, absolutely beautiful. They are. Uh, Wolfgang was here some time ago, but still, let me say goodnight to the pair of you and Victoria. night. Well, I'm glad to be here tonight. It's great to have you here. Let thy food be thy medicine, or let food be thy medicine. Also, put it another way, as I always say in this house, uh, better to pay the cook than the doctor. I believe that. Uh, BP is British pharmacopoeia that's why it was after bp thank you for that eduardo thank you for chipping in with that i love that people when people watch and they don't normally comment but they know something so they speak out and thank you for doing that eduardo um i had she's gonna she's back mrs m's back but she might break the thing again like she did when she <laughs> left just now i what had did, heat treatment what did it's you and your energy
1: what did that's i do when you
0: when you, when you went from the screen, everything started jumping about like some kind of weird visitation. Like <laughs> yeah, and you'll see in the comments what happened in just a moment when we catch up with them because we're going back to 10.47 now with Lee. I had heat treatment on my legs after a bad work accident. I don't think it helped much. Swimming and bike riding did the job. Well, whatever works. Um, I would consider alternative remedies over Big Pharma. The tincture was recommended to me by the lady in front of me in the chemist. Where I promptly bought it. That's always good, is it? The old lady and the chemist. for sage. Different Sorry, kind of when sage. Sorry,
1: when you said 1047, I actually thought you meant that there was some kind of historical treatment from 1047 that someone
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, just, before the, <laughs> just before the Battle of Hastings. 1047. Okay. A new guy in Scotland. I knew a guy, says Lee, who used honey on cuts. Yeah, uh, Lee. Lee um sorry that's loading up really slowly just have lucas aid and walk it off that's yeah that's that's lee's kind of thing isn't it and a, and a smoke um a smoke and a beer is his cure for many things of an evening the container she stored it in was formerly a metal cleaner so i was definitely sketched out but i didn't dare question mama mama with her so what well, it's like your olive oil smelt of brasso or something like that but it never <laughs> did it never did you any harm raphael um, Gene,
1: excuse me, this what, is um, good advice. That's very hold, good.
0: Yeah, but hold on a minute. We've got, I mean, you've got to go with that because you're like that. You we've got jars here, and you'll put colloidal silver in an old gherkin jar. And it's like, mm, I love, I'll spray colloidal silver on my face. It's like, what's that smell of sour cucumber? Um, it's <laughs> actually re- true, <laughs> it's true story. True story. Reducing <laughs> sugar intake is one of the nicest things you can do for your immune system. Sad but true. Is that what put is that what puts Portugal to sleep, Jenny? The, sh- Maybe. the, pad- the pastelaria. <laughs> Maybe.
3: And they also, I think in Port- the Portuguese have one of the shortest overnight sleeps, like oh, than in most of one. Europe. Yeah. I think the yeah. Spanish are the only other European nation that gets less sleep than the Portuguese. That's why <laughs> when you so see the kids away. sometimes they're always like you know, fast asleep, going into school and things like that. <laughs> because they that probably, I mean, I remember when the boys were at preschool and one of the mums said to me, oh, I can't get her to bed earlier than midnight. And I was like, well, wow. my kid's in bed at seven. And then she's obviously at nine coming into school and she was exhausted all the time. I think we she probably to goes to, to bed earlier now. But um, yeah. yeah, so I think they're, they're very used to going to bed later and get still getting up at the same time.
0: True,
3: but Is that, that might be why I you a bit need more
0: sleep. show the seven o'clock mum. And that'd be <laughs> that be as popular as Super Nanny. I tell you that now. They don't um, go to bed I, at
3: seven o'clock anymore.
0: <laughs> I'm sure. Uh, I have a friend, Charles, who has Asperger's. He he stuttered badly, and I heard a group who suggested massage uh, the muscles in the throat. No kids allowed, but adopted it for him, and guess great speech. Isn't that lovely? Fantastic. Uh, power, the healing power of touch. Uh, I have a. F- uh, what's the best natural lifestyle that still exists anywhere in the world to follow? And what are the key points worth mentioning? So, what do we do? We go back to Western Price and the people that Western Price discovered. Are, they, are these the most natural lifestyles in the world? The people that, what are they called? The ones who have the um, apricot kernels, the Hunzas? The are they among the best, Jenny?
3: Um, I don't know. I thought the, one of the most um, healthiest nations was Chad.
0: Oh, really? Apparently. What, what in terms it? of
3: diet, I think, in terms of diet, okay. it's Chad. Yeah.
0: because um, the Mediterranean because they, diet is loved?
3: Yeah, the Mediterranean diet, exactly. I think any, anything that's as close to nature as it possibly can be is more mm. healthy than anything that's not.
0: Well, it makes sense, doesn't it? Dave, yeah. I think you might know the answer to that, so chip in. Um, and this young lad, uh, the Aspergic lad, uh, three years ago co- co- graduated with an IT qualification. What a lovely, uh, happy ending there. Um, always heard honey good for minor burns. Excellent, Deagle. And I use natural honey in coffee instead of sugar. Delicious. Same here. Same here, Andy. Uh, Dave Fire Dave is saying, sounds like there's no money in natural healing. Probably more money to make selling medication.
2: Hmm,
0: you old cynic Fire Dave. Um, herbs, I think you can see on the ladies' faces here what they think about that. They're not even saying anything. Uh, herbs and spices have lots of medicinal uses. Don't get them started. <laughs> don't get them started. Dave, don't do that. Uh, uses uh, Medicinal uses. My gospel is Thomas Bartram's book of herbal medicine. I don't know that, but we should perhaps look it up. And I shouldn't have said that about miso, should I? Look, Miso is nice. Miso is great. <laughs> I just haven't had the right... Maybe I actually had dishwater instead, and someone gave it to me as a joke. Uh, nail soup had a similar recipe. Yeah, it's an old fairy tale, isn't it? It's a good one, too. <laughs> Grandmother's tale for reflux, boil ginger ale. Interesting. And uh, Do you have scotch in it as well there, Don? I think you might. Uh, double f- flotation tank. My mate loved it, slept well. Why double? What's double about it? I spent the whole time pushing him away as he kept floating into me. Oh, double oh, it might have been a there. double, you know, like for <laughs> couples. <laughs> yeah, come on, Colin. It's usually an intimate couples thing. But how annoying is that if your mate is snoring next to you and keeps floating into you sleep and you're trying to tune out and relax? Brilliant. That just sounds
1: like sharing a bed with your husband.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Which no no therapist ever said is good for you. I knew <laughs> I knew, alarm clocks were bad for you. So true, Andy um got the bed uh, got the bed get on the live chat log. so he's gone to bed and he's now on the live chat that's excellent reflexology is amazing mm. <laughs> and cats now the healing power of cats except at three in the morning when they're trying to get milk out of your buttock or something like that on top <laughs> of the duvet what is that about <laughs> i love
1: cats the sick kid.
0: i don't Okay, in my late 20s, I was interested in massage therapy. I was in Albuquerque, says Nipi visiting my boyfriend. I had an energy work session and more as a potential student. It was so freeing. I dumped the boyfriend. Poor bloke. Um, love foot massages, says Andy. Don't we all though? I mean, it's just something about, I mean, it's in the Bible, isn't it? You know, the washing and the massaging of the feet. It's just so basic for human beings. Uh, thanks, nice discussions. Thank you, uh, Seth Reigno. Um, There's a big catch up to do here. Um, I, I, so,
1: I don't know if we've got enough time to do all these comments. I don't mean to can't be an say old.
0: That. You can't say that. It's true, because I've got to I've got to peel off to do my meditation. You've got to, we've got to say there's that 40, um there's
1: 40 minutes worth of, of comments look, to
0: catch up on. You can't not say that Dave G keeps seeing butterflies. If somebody <laughs> shares that with you, you've got to put it on the yeah, screen, okay. haven't you? And he's talking about the energy thing going on here. Uh, there are so many alternative ways we can heal. And thank wow. you, Jenny, for reminding us we have to believe in our healing. Thank you, Wolfgang. The mind is so powerful. Prior to moving here to Lisbon, I was doing sound therapy and hoped. To, oh yes, of course. Hope mm. to get back to it once my bowl sound table and instruments. See, yeah. the people are gathering. Um, mm-hmm. I've used tuning forks. Everything is energy. Fantastic. I'll go through it real quickly then. Yeah. Yes, on the tuning forks. I'm so yeah. happy. To here. Oh, you use the word, the word yes, disease. Yes. Yeah, you talk in my language there. Sniffles yeah, and right. right. Going around here in the UK, our little girl, and Fiona here, have to try a dash, dash of ginger and a spoon of honey in lemon tea. Good thing. That's a good thing. Yeah. You know I'm
1: what I, I absolutely swear by with um, any kind of congestion is, and I was saying this with you the other day, um, Jenny, is um, a little bit of, um, uh, what's it called? Apple cider vinegar. yeah. Absolutely decongest straight away, but maybe kids probably won't like it very much.
0: All right. While you're talking, I'm going through the comments here. Uh, uh, Dave's had an energy shift by the sound of it. Hi, folks. HR are here, everybody. Act normal. Um, Fave folks to the I'm sure it doesn't stand for human remains, does it, in that that context? (laughs) EMF is powerful in nature, absolutely. While facilitating um, groups, we focus on the energy of the group and look to help move the collective energy forward. Yes. Rather yes. than focusing on the one heckler, uh, that's that's good facilitation, yes. isn't it? Yes. Um, or that person? Why is that person not smiling? Do I have to do something to please that person in the front row? Um, it takes being aware of several levels of energy at the same time. Yes, quite a skill, and we know that Jim teaches that. Uh, Anna yes. Lucia, silver prices are rising. So bye bye bye. It's the future. Yes, and colloidal silver too. Beverly's here, everybody. Good evening. Hi. Kiss for us. When I was 13, I was very unwell and my mother called a spiritual healer in whilst awaiting the doctor coming to the house. The doctor was astounded by my recovery and was mind-blown by the change from what she had originally reported to how I was when he got there. The doctor told my mother I had a meningitis virus. I w- I'd been very open to healing since. That's amazing, isn't it? And what, what do the doctors say? Well, whatever you're doing, keep doing it. Um, oh, goodness, this is quite entertaining. So this is where you left, and it caused these comments, love, okay, when you push whatever <laughs> button you push, Look, Jesus... Says this is for the people on LSD. I love technology. The energy is high, says Davey. Jiving, jiving like disco dancing divas, huh? So we were moving around the screen. How much alternative medication is dismissed by corporate pharmaceutical companies? A lot of our grandparents' old treatments work the soap, poultice, or salt water. Never did us any harm. Yes.
1: Right. I'm very partial to a bit of salt water and also um, I've got a little a little um, vial of turpentine <laughs> for, for when I'm ready for it. not ready at the moment. I like to have a few things um, at the back of our cupboard just in case because um, you never know when like right. the the supply of what you might need will disappear. you know that like whenever I'm, really whenever I move to my new I'm always looking out for my nearest rosehip tree um elderflower you know and i have like a little map of healing places um but i think it's really important that we you know we understand where we can get the things we need
0: absolutely now was there a transit in uranus was there a strange yeah. energy or did you just leave your headphones on the space bar <laughs> i think maybe that's what is happened that what i did is that what i did I I think that's what you did and it caused absolute chaos <laughs> for me and jenny like we talk about vertigo okay this is so funny it back, oh it was madness for a little while okay uh the producer account hasn't been oh, fully I'm so disabled. sorry just need to add music <laughs> assuming you're using streamyard okay thank you everybody for all of those and then and, and then jenny was talking about the the, the, the spiritual significance of, of portugal and places in portugal so Sintra came up a really, really nice name. That's where, Cintra, I left
1: the com- that's where I left the conversation you were talking about, right. the Was it Mary Magdalene? Um...
0: Absolutely. Um, Leila, you um... must, you, you've got to watch that again. You've got to watch yeah, that. We'll so, so someone talked about Lusitania. Yes, Antonio F knows about this. And we'll get you on one day, Antonio F. We'd love to talk to you about Lusitania. Sintra, yeah. um, well, you know, we are in it, aren't we? But the, the ancient uh, sort of representation would be wonderful. Uh, one evening Sintra was known as the mountain of the moon. That's interesting because the
3: soundest obviously is the mountain of the star.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. It's interesting.
3: I hadn't thought yeah, about that. Yeah. And also, have you been down to Evera where they have the stones? Not yet, no. Ah, uh, you have to go. Okay. Uh, I'm planning to go down on the solstice.
1: We're we're Maybe. waiting until the cold, the the yeah, probably the solstice would be a good time actually, because um, you know, we have to watch the temperature here because our kids just <laughs> and me with my hair colour I'm not really um good in good. the real real heat I've got to
3: yeah, that's... We'll be December, yeah. It, so... yeah it's very powerful uh the stones okay. it, it's amazing Maybe. you can just walk straight in you can walk around you can touch yeah, the they... stones there's no restrictions there's some incredible there's two sites in Evera.
0: Amazing. Okay, we and to do ever that. is I
3: mean, well worth that. to go to because there's the Capellish disaster. No, I didn't say that very well, but it's the, oh, the, the bone chapel. Yes, yeah, so really don't take the kids there if they're no. a bit sensitive because it's, May, it's pretty
0: big. maybe the Lusitanians used the, the byproducts of this for that. I don't know. Um, and then we talked about the children of Fatima, and I said, "Love, we we saw that audiovisual show. The children yeah. had a good ability of foresight." Uh, James saying. Um, this is what happens when people have mushrooms. It's what Mrs. <laughs> I
1: have I have actually done mushrooms. <laughs> but this is
0: this is what happens when Mrs. M leaves her headphones on a space bar, I think. <laughs> um, I do believe in the miracles of Our Lady of Fatima, says Anna Lucia. Fair enough. I live uh, it, the, I, I love the direction this has taken. <laughs> a great conversation, even with the wacky screen pulsation. We'll try and do it again for you next weekend, okay. Um loving the conversation, says Joao wow, F. Thank you for joining us, everybody. Cause I I need to go and do my meditation while Jenny and Louisa keep uh, I what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna hand over my um hand over the comments to you two while I go off now. Is that all right with you, mm-hmm. Mrs. Yes.
1: Yeah, you okay to stay, Jenny? Yeah, yeah, fine. Yeah, cool she, Yeah, because
0: there's um, you know, um... this is
1: <laughs> There's um, a comment here actually. Um, Wolfgang sharing that Eileen McCusick was the lady who um, was doing biofield tuning and has a book on it. And actually, when I spoke to um, Bobby Vasquez in, um, I can't remember where he is, somewhere, somewhere like San Fran um, area, he he actually trained with her. So yeah, I can totally confirm that. Um, mm-hmm. Andrew is saying the universe is full of many forms of energy, thermal, acoustic, radiation, light, all based on a huge frequency range. The sun is one of the key driving forces of our solar system. It's funny because I I never really thought of getting into astrology as being um, something to do with healing, but it really is. Um, When I look at somebody's chart, really, to me, it represents the sort of like magnetics or the frequency that that person was born with, Um, you know, and uh, yeah, I I love it. Um, Solar winds are charged particles admitted as far as Pluto. Um I had the same a few weeks ago. Oh is that with your show Dave? The Kundalini <laughs> so, um, I think. I
3: was oh, he was I
1: think. Oh right. It's either Kundalini or a strobing um streamyard set. <laughs> so um Andrew Gilchrist at EMF we've done that one haven't we? Um, I think I've
0: done all of these. Cole, I think I'm you, a bit behind the times. But I'm going to go now. You're you're it's through, that,
2: don't it's, you? It, it's, um
0: it's at this point in the show everybody. Um, yeah. So I'm going Something. to go off and meditate and you can join me on, this, mm-hmm. on this, the link that I've put below and um, you, can, you can check in on before and after. So just before okay. the end of the show at midnight, I'll come back and I'll be refreshed and my, um, my aura will be enlarged. It's going to be amazing, okay? And you'll, okay. you'll see me. You might, if I fall asleep, love, will you shout down from upstairs if I drop off during the meditation as well? I'll come so gonna, down and draw
1: a must no, I won't draw a mustache on you, but I'll yes, draw I'll shave on, shave off
0: shave off one of my eyebrows while I'm asleep. And that be people will love that. Okay, i i will leave right. you to it.
1: Have a nice meditation. Bye. Enjoy. Oh, he really is off. <laughs> is he gonna stay on the screen? Are yeah, gonna he's gonna stay on the screen so we can watch him. Um yeah, so um what what energy like I mean we'll come to the rest of the comments in a second but I just really want to find out like you know with energetic healing is there one that you've wanted to try and have yet to try yet Jenny
3: uh try for myself or try
1: to yeah. practice
3: oh both yeah. um well there is something that I'm I find fascinating and that's um have you heard of Willem Reich Mm. Yes, I
1: wanted to to build one of his orgasmatron things. Well, I've got a
3: book that tells me how to build one. So (laughs) he's all gone, Accumulator, it was called.
1: But if anyone
3: doesn't know about Willem Reich, he's definitely someone to go and research because he was completely discredited and then arrested and put in prison, and he died in prison. But he was one of Freud's students, but he had a different um, belief system to Freud. And, you know, I think Freud's beliefs have actually done people a lot of harm in some ways obviously some of his is the very basis of psychology but I think in terms of some of his ideas I think it might have done more harm than it's done good yeah. and uh Reich went down the very much the vibrational frequency color yeah. spectrum um route and he had very good results with that yeah. and he, he had some controversial ideas as well you know but they were I, I watched a fascinating documentary about him I'll I'll see if I can find it and post it but it was really interesting um, but that's something I'd like to try. I'd like to build yeah. one and try. Yeah, <laughs> Luckily, I've got a very handy partner who can probably yeah. help me build it. Um, but I'd like to give it a go, and oh. I know that like lots of people are using red light therapy. Um, oh. I went to see a friend today for a yoga session, and she's just got a light, red light therapy lamp.
1: When did you um, find time to do that?
3: <laughs> you were on the beach with me until that no, was this <laughs> morning. That was at ten o'clock till ten till eleven. It was just down the road, so it was uh, yeah. It was a free session. I had to take it up. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I don't do yoga anywhere near as much as I should do. Um, yeah, so that's something that I'd like to try. What else? I'd love yeah. to go and learn more about Ayurvedic medicine. Mm. I'd love to go over to India and learn from a, a specialist over there. I'd love to do that yeah. um, because there's so much. They really did know a lot, you know, a lot. They, they knew, you know, more than we know now, I think. Yeah. Wow. Um, and it was very much focused on body type. They focused a lot on elimination mm. um, and movement of the body and breathing and everything else. And they understood the, the environment impacted our health, which we've kind of forgotten and then relearned again. Um, yeah. Forgotten because we were told that actually it's not a problem when it, when it is. Um, but, yeah, I don't know what else really. There's so much to learn. I mean, I think what I know is that I know nothing, really. Yeah. <laughs> like I know, I know stuff, but I really compared yeah. to the amount of knowledge that's out there, um, I just have to be guided where my energy takes me, you know. And, and I hope I can balance the both with uh, some of the more modern techniques like the lab testing and all that kind of thing with some of the ancient techniques. I'm actually learning about iridology at the moment. It's something that I'm oh,
1: quite interested in. I had a session when I was in Bali and it was fascinating. It was really good. Yeah, it's but I mean- need to
3: get a camera because you have yeah. to get a special camera to, to be able to look properly at the eye, but that's something I'm expanding. And the tuning forks is definitely something that I want to be able to put in my practice as well. Definitely. Cause I use them like to, therapeutically for me and my family. And I definitely see uh, the benefit in them for sure. Yeah. I mean, doing a whole session of the chakra ones with the different frequencies, it feels so nice.
1: Yeah. yeah. Very supportive and nurturing. I, um, I think we should just go and um, sort of like finish off with the, the comments. But yeah, did, am I the only one that feels like I'm watching a seance? <laughs> <It's called>. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like he's, like, channeling some thoughts. What is he love- chanting? What is he saying? I, I don't know. I think he's probably guiding people into meditation. He's probably saying, yes, yeah, so we can just be gentle now. And that's right. Just be kind with yourself. Yeah. That's good. No need to think. <laughs> or something like that. I think you're oh. lip syncing, actually. Am okay. I? <laughs> uh, how weird. I guess you, you end up end up end up doing that, don't you? Right. <laughs> so. <laughs> so we've got a lot of things um just to share. Um sorry if I miss out any of your comments. Um uh I'm just trying to get to roughly where we were. Um, uh, blah, 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 blah. um okay, so James, mushrooms seem to heighten reality. I guess it depends on the dose. Have you done mushrooms before? You, you talk to me. <laughs> you don't have. To uh, I did mushroom chocolates in um, in Bali, and I have, d- I have dabbled in the
3: past. Yes, yeah. I'm very yeah. open to different things like that. You know, I was um, I was a big party girl when I was younger, but yeah, actually, out of um, yeah, I'm not going to say anymore. <laughs>
1: That's fair enough. Get to be there, maybe. Uh, Loving your conversation. Thank you very much, Joelle. Um, James is saying, whatever floats people's boats, as long as they don't want to force me to swim in the water that floats that boat. Oh, my my voice is getting a bit funny there. Um, Sorry for any distortion. Um, We've got loads. I'm so sorry, everybody, that we're not going to get to um, all of these. Square Eyes is talking about functional medicine. I think that's what you practice, isn't it, Jenny, really?
3: Uh, it's um, There's parts of functional medicine. A lot of that is lab testing directed and using like optimal doses of supplements and, and a lot of the other stuff that's involved in integrative health as well. So, it, yeah, it is kind of a, has a basis of functional medicine, but it's not pure functional medicine.
1: Mm. got some interesting comments from james here don't know about herbs and spices i know that sticks and stones may break my bones but and chains excite me (laughs) carl was such a lovely lady i would have thought you'd have better things to do on a saturday night well don't you know (laughs) capricorn 12 who we actually met this week says indian head massage really helps office workers relax in fact i worked at a place where we um um, every now and again, had masseurs and Indian head massages, uh, massagers coming in to to do a bit of work on people if they needed it. Um, I think that's a really great way of doing it. Dave's saying, I was researching what was happening to me and I found out Kundalini awakening and then it was mentioned this evening. Wow. Well, it's amazing that you're having that Kundalini um, awakening Um I work with a few people who um, guide people who are new on their awakening because it can be quite shocking for people when they have that kind of experience in one go, especially if you're not expecting it. Um, wow, congratulations. Um, adding honey to apple cider vinegar and drinking it like warm tea isn't half bad. Yeah, we call them hunigers. Um So we often start our day with a honeygo. It's really great. I love it. Um, can you do some remote healing now and send a few energy vibes, please? You know what, Dave? I will tune in to you not right now, but when when I finish the show um, and I invite anybody else um, that would like to send Dave some um, remote healing to, um, I don't know, think nice thoughts for him, healing thoughts for him. Um, and let us know if there's something you want us to specifically focus on. Um, I don't know what that S was. James is saying, come on, people smash up the likes. Yes, bring it on. Let's do that. Thank you. And also, if you're feeling a bit generous, I would like a few more followers because I am, I think only four people away from hitting 500. And Carl really takes the mickey out of me because he's got almost 9000 followers on his Good Morning Portugal. Um, (laughs) Hang on. Charmander's bets bestie is saying I love this channel that's all have a good night well thank you very much for popping by and letting us know that that's great Capricorn 12 Nazare has some powerful healing vibes yes and so does San Martín de I was amazed how relaxed I was when I visited over the last five days even with doing a 600 mile road trip from the Algarve and back yeah I think you're a little bit surprised at just how cool this area is it's it's brilliant isn't it Jenny yeah, well um, some people say it's the
3: California of um Europe this area. Yes. And I yeah. feel a bit like that when you drive down into Fodge, the really. You drive down, it's like being somewhere else. It's, it's amazing. So...
2: <clears throat>
1: yeah. I really like it. Um James is sharing 369 the magic numbers. I would agree with that. Um I really love the patterns of numbers. Do you follow numbers a lot Jenny as well? Yeah, I do. I mean that's a whole other conversation, isn't it?
3: Yeah. I mean, I'm not, it's not something I'm an expert in, but I do follow numbers and synchronicities and things like that. And I am very interested in it. Yeah. And, uh, I, I, Tesla said, didn't he, that three, six, nine was the secret to the universe. So. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And astrologically as well. Um, um, I, I note I notice um, with my clients that I work with that when planets are a particular distance away from each other, like when we're talking about angles um, the angles to do with threes and six and nines and that kind of resonance, um is very, very powerful. And so I look at those as well. Um, I also like geomatria.org Yeah. G- me too. yeah. yeah. <laughs> Not surprised there. Have hours
3: um, with that. <laughs>
1: Oh gosh, yes. Um, and nine is the master number. Um, Wolfgang saying goodnight and thank you. Thank you very much um, to you and your good missus for joining us tonight. Um Digal um McKillen, what's happening? Looks like he's did something happen. It looked like something just came out of his body there. <sighs> it's like he's summoned the dead oh i shouldn't say this you know i'm I, i'm gonna send some healing vibes down to mr m i wonder if i could do like a, a puppet show with him that would be fun like pull his strings um anyway sorry uh d deagle saying it's known that a full moon more women's pregnant waters break starting labor I, <laughs> I think i've read that out wrong i've worked 27 years in a maternity hostel in belfast um and there's so a lot
3: of admissions as well the same, and more heart attacks
1: and strokes and things like that. Yeah, I, I'm just call it Luna like for anything, do they? Lunacy, lunatics taking over the as- asylum. Yeah, uh, Don Murphy saying, I think you need to do a second, especially. Um,
0: uh, I have no, a. F- I'm just rejoining the stream now.
1: Hello, what were you channeling down there? It looked like you were summoning something. Seeing you just like muttering to yourself with no sound is really freaky. <laughs>
0: What was that? I just missed. It. I only got the end of that. What is really freaky?
1: Um, you going like this?
0: <laughs> I no, I was just I was just talking to my meditation friends. I know. Who, yes, who are who you know, are? All tired. of a
1: sudden, all of a sudden, you went like this.
0: Did I? Yeah, I like, gave like myself, a, me- I gave me- a Mexican meditation wave.
1: Well, I was hoping I could go like this and like.
0: You yeah, pretend, pretend to puff, pull your string. Yeah. You could try, try it now if <laughs> <laughs> you want. <could> do that. <laughs> that, that's rubbish. That's never we'll going to win Britain. going to win has Got Talent. That's pra- that needs more practice for
1: sure. No, RM date night's a bit boring, isn't it? Um, apart from yeah. Jenny, who's come to glam it up a bit. Um, is Carl snoring?
0: <laughs> I didn't drift off tonight. I was, I was there. I was right there, and it was lovely.
1: Oh, hang on. I, I, we were looking at Don Murphy's comment. Um, I think you need to do a second. Is this like a... Oh, why are we getting this horrible... Um, not, we can't hear it as badly as you
0: can.
1: Oh, okay. I've given... <laughs> home grandmother's remedies, solution pills are not the answers. They help but, but are not a cure. This all goes back to two weeks ago, cause and effect. Oh. Uh, I'm not sure. What we talked
3: about the other day on the the effect
1: show. yeah 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 um i like this gut health plus core limiting beliefs you know i read something jenny just a couple of nights ago that um you can cure eyesight issues and that eyesight issues are linked to poor gut health and the toxins produced by the bacteria and parasites Go up to the optic nerve and starve it of oxygen. And that if you get your diet right, your health, uh, your eyesight changes. And the funny thing is, I've noticed over the years that I've had, um, say four months of like really poor eyesight, and then as I get healthier, I notice my periods get better and my eyesight gets better.
3: Yeah, I, I, just... I guess that um, restoring your balance reduces inflammation. Yeah, And that inflammation can be anywhere in the body. It could be the optic nerve, or it could be um, the liver, or it could be anywhere, that inflammation could be anywhere. Um, But gut health is definitely a massive area of um, expansion now. And um, there's a really good resource that I use, which is um, the probiotic advisor. And what it does is it 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 has all the research for different conditions and different types of overgrowth. And so you can really specify which probiotics you need to give because not all may be beneficial. depends on what balance you have. And you only really know that if you test. But um, I I think what's fascinating about um, the gut microbiome, or the microbiome, not just the gut microbiome, but in general, is that they estimate that we're only 10% human. We're actually 90% microbe. Microbiome, which is yeah. fascinating, isn't it? We're like a vessel for our microbiome. Really, they're controlling yeah. us, or we're them. I read thought. a very good book called the um, the Psychobiotic Revolution, and it was all about mental health and the gut bio, uh, the gut
1: microbiome. It's fascinating. It's funny, we were talking about this last week in faecal transplants. Yeah, fascinating again. How you take them and whatnot. (laughs) Did you know
3: that if they, there's uh, firmicutes and then there's bacterioids as well. And if uh, people that are more prone to be obese have a certain balance and people that are more prone to be thin also have a certain balance, They're, they're the opposite way around. And if you implant someone that's very thin into someone that's overweight, and that bacteria becomes the more dominant bacteria, then that person will lose weight. And it can also be the opposite way around as well. Wow. So it, it could be a treatment for obesity. That yeah, where can I wow. get the sauce that? Because what they say is that your gut microbiome is driving your choices. So candida, yes. loves sugar. Yes. So candida yes. is almost telling your brain, saying to your brain, eat sugar, eat sugar, because it loves sugar. Yes.
1: In fact, yes. right. they're very smart.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, my goodness.
1: They get their met much better than we do um okay
0: we are Uh, at midnight we are midnight yeah the um from microbiome to microphone which has a grounding issue and we can resolve the show in this this is you know how you do one thing is how you do everything so maybe if you maybe if your microphone needs grounding so do we and um, that might be a note we all need more grounding don't we um i think um and look at this this just in thank you for the lovely meditation carl so somebody did come with me to the other side as it were yeah i was <laughs> i was you, watching Ed. our
1: numbers we didn't really lose many people
0: which makes a change oh. i i did i did hear um you talking about our relative numbers on our youtube channels so i i, I hope you enjoyed that moment <laughs> um I think we should leave it there for the night because, Jenny, you've been so generous with your time and we know that yeah, we kept you, you so way much. beyond your bedtime tonight. A and you're, a, you're a star and thank you so much. You've talked about so many different things tonight um, and so many interesting and fascinating things and I hope you'll come back and talk to us again.
1: Definitely Jenny, um, if, somebody, if, somebody, if somebody wants to contact you about having some um, integra- integrative coaching, um, health coaching, uh, what's the best way for them to reach you?
3: Uh, well, they can go to my website, which is life, or I can put my email on the chat if people want to email me yes. on the chat. But .life. I've just popped in it's your website. Okay.
2: Yeah.
0: Great stuff. All Excellent. right. Jenny, thanks. Everybody else, thanks. Love, if you, if you press button number three, will some music start playing?
1: Button number three? Oh, let's yeah, find I'm, out.
0: I'll, yeah, see.
2: Documentation <laughs> and collation for access to my new nation. D D seven on a tight, tight ration. I
0: see
2: and smoke past
0: constipation. Ooh. One
2: day I know that will come through. I'll get my QR code and come join you. And even Fido won't make me through. It's documentation and collation. For access to my brand new name. access to my brand
0: new nation access to my brand new nation thanks very much folks we'll leave it there bye for now see you next week 10 o'clock and only on youtube